This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. Nothing like Friday night football at Warren Sewell in Woodland, Alabama. Let's get this party started. A Friday night tradition since 1929. Will be a high snap, a bobble snap, and it's going to be picked up by Woodland. They're going to take it in the end zone. That's Nathaniel Smitherman returning it for the touchdown. 400 wins in program history. It'll be a sweep to Dalton Bowl, and he's got it in the middle of the field. 15-10-5, touchdown Debo. Touchdown Woodland Bobcats, a 33-yard carry for Debo. And Woodland has extended their lead now to 34 21 postseason appearances. Cal will take the snap. Lee Malachi Drummond to the five. He's in the end zone. Touchdown Malachi Drummond. Touchdown Woodland Bobcats. The entire team is going to go over and congratulate him. That's a five-yard carry. For Drummond, his first touchdown as a Woodland Bobcat. Seven region titles. He gets a big block. Debo's going to give him another block. He's at the 10, to the 5. He cuts back to the left. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Brock Edwards. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Four trips to the state finals. It will be Austin Champion eating him up at the 20-yard line. Blue Heron chased him, put his hands in his face. He couldn't see the throw. Austin Champion will eat him up at the 20-yard line. Another big sack. That's two on the night for Austin Champion. This is Woodland Bobcat football. The orange and blue are ready for kickoff. It's time for Woodland Bobcat football on iSchool Sports. And it is time for kickoff here between the Horseshoe Bend Generals and your Woodland Bobcats. It is the regular season finale, and we will be playing it here at Battle Stadium on the campus of Horseshoe Bend High School here in Newside. Alongside me is Terry Allen. My name is Taylor Jones. And, T.A., it's kind of crazy. I didn't know what kind of football season we were going to get, what it was going to look like, if it was even going to get here. And guess what? We're in week 10, and it's it's just like that. It's, It's over. Thought about it all week, and especially today. I had a little time sitting there after the storm came through. (laughs) Um, You know, this is a special night. Uh, You know, on paper, like I was talking about on the tail of the tape, at the end of the night, this game really doesn't mean anything other than, you know, on paper. Yeah, yeah. But um, this is a big night, not only for our seniors, but Horseshoe Band seniors tonight. this will be the last – well, for the Horseshoe Bend players, this will be their last game on their home field ever. And for our boys, you know, we do get a chance to play next week and we'll fight hard to try to get another home game at Warren Sewell Field. Uh, it could work out and it may not, but uh, we at least get that chance to go next week. Now, the main thing we don't want to do tonight – we don't want to get anybody hurt going into the playoffs, but we do want them to play well after the loss last week to Winterboro for the three-way tie for the championship. This is a big game as far as momentum goes, I think. The uh, captains are getting ready to meet at midfield for the coin toss for Woodland, number 88, Matthew Butler, and representing Horseshoe Bend will be number 77, senior Johnny Baker. All five seniors for Horseshoe Bend are represented here at the coin toss. As we mentioned, Johnny Baker going out and doing the uh, coin toss, but joined alongside him will be number 25. That's going to be Lupe Mancillas. 
number uh, 57, Grayson Walls, number 56, Wes Young, and number 17, David Johnson. There's their uh, five seniors here on this Horseshoe Bend team. While the coin toss is going on, we'll uh, give you a uniform watch for the week. Woodland coming out in the Stormtrooper white uniforms covered in white from head to toe. The uh, W logo on either side of the helmet, the auburn stripe going down the middle. White jerseys with blue numerals trimmed and orange with the auburn stripes on the sleeves, and they're coming out in white pants. As for Horseshoe Bend, they're coming out in their plain white helmets with red face mask, red tops with silver numerals, and red pants. They have that accent color. I think they call it Columbia Blue. I believe that's the uh, correct term for the shade. Not a lot of that incorporated in their uniforms this time around, so they mm -hmm. are basically going with the, uh, the red and silver uh, look. Coin is in the air, and it looks like Woodland has won the toss. And, all right, we're getting the decision made. So Woodland has won the toss. They have elected to receive, and they will be going from right to left if you're listening how we're looking at it. If you're familiar with the setup here at Battle Stadium, they're going to be facing, uh, they're going to be running towards the scoreboard to start the game. And that's something that Woodland's been able to do a lot here when they've won the toss. They've elected to go ahead and uh, receive the ball so they can set the tone early. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, sometimes that works to your favor, sometimes it don't. But, uh, you know, I, I think tonight uh, they want to get the ball and take charge of this game. I'm sure that's what Coach Armstrong would like to do. Hey, I'm excited for another reason too, Taylor. This is the first game this year that I've been able to actually sit and look at the scoreboard. Oh, my goodness. This is a, uh, this is a big day for T.A. Um, T.A., of course, doing a great job of uh, keeping up with our scoring drives that are brought to you by Reliance Realty. And um, hasn't been able to see the scoreboard. He's had to rely on me a lot to uh, give him the time and all that. But this time he can see the scoreboard, so we'll see uh, how that plays into your performance tonight. That's going to be yeah, key, I think. Uh, We'll see if I can do a little better now. Yeah, maybe so. Both teams have <laughs> rushed out onto the field, coming through their big, huge banner that I swear is about three stories tall as Horseshoe Bend. And Woodland, of course, coming in through their traditional Velcro with the uh, Woodland Bobcats and the Bobcat head logo. They enter through the uh, side of the stadium where the concession stand is. And, of course, this uh, stadium parallel with Highway 22 right in between Wadley and Alexander City. So we're going to have a east and west uh, outline here of this game. So if we're going by direction, Woodland is heading, uh, they're heading west on 22. Uh, that's the end zone they're going towards. Yep. And uh, looks like we're about to get things started. I'm excited to get this game underway and just see how it goes because, you know, we were talking earlier, Horseshoe Bend has played pretty well in a lot of games this year, even though they only have one win. You remember the tight game with B.B. Comer. Yeah. And, that ended uh, up being a pretty, uh, pretty big loss right there. <laughs> B.B. Comer uh, wrapping up that number two seed in that region, Randolph County falling to three after being the number one team in the state just three weeks ago. So Woodland is back to return this kick. Deep back will be Parker Woodham, Debo, and Casey Smith in the second row. They're going to try an onside kick, and they're going to recover it at nine yards. Are they saying that they're, they're going to give them the 50-yard line? Are you kidding? It looks like it, they will. I mean, it's dead on the 50, but – Looked like he recovered it at the 49. I thought he touched the ball before it went the 10 yards. He picked the ball up at the 49-yard line. But they're going to give him the ball at midfield. Okay. That's a uh, very interesting way to start. Not a bad call there from head coach Jeremy Phillips. 
Jeremy Phillips comes from a great pedigree, uh, one of those uh, – I know the officials are talking about it right now, and I believe that Coach Phillips is a little upset because I think he's hearing something else. But anyway, Coach Jeremy Phillips, a very young coach. You think of uh, young guys. He's about my age. I think he and I graduated from high school at the same time. He graduated from Clay County High School, of course, playing for the legend Danny Horn. And now they're saying that Woodland's got the ball in the 49. Okay, well, that took a little bit to go. I I did not think the ball went the full 10. I know you didn't either, but it was very, very close, probably nine and three-quarter yards. I'll I'll tell you what they did. Over here on the right side, what they did, they kind of did the same thing that a catcher does in baseball when they try to frame a pitch. He he crossed the 50-yard line and then dove back for the ball to make it think, okay, well, his feet are on the other side of the 50. That went uh, 10 yards or 11 yards in that case, but that's not the case. So Woodland will start shotgun set at the 49-yard line. We've got a change in the quarterback. We'll tell you about him in a second, but first Parker Woodham's going to carry up to the 44-yard line for a gain of six. Jackson Lovern getting the start tonight, and, of course, we had heard that Brock had been going through some uh, – Kind of, kind of those annoying dole injuries. And I guess it's probably good to uh, sit him or really limit him as we've got playoffs coming up next week. So Jackson Lovern hitting the start at quarterback tonight for the Woodland Bobcats. And Jackson will do a fine job. And we do need Brock healthy, you know, going into the first round of the playoffs next week. And maybe a little extra time to get him back 100%. He is dressed out on the sidelines, though. Shotgun set again for the Bobcats. Will be a high snap for Lovern. He'll hand off to Parker Woodham. He'll lower the shoulder. Gets about two yards on the carry down to about the 42-yard line. That's going to bring up third down and two. Not bad again for Parker Woodham. Yeah, Parker, we'll probably probably see him carry a lot of the load tonight with Brock not being in there. So, uh, but uh, this is also – uh, something good that, uh, that's going to happen for Woodland. It's going to give Jackson more playing time tonight in a in a big game. And, and uh, you know, if Brock has problems in the playoffs, you know, we got a good backup to go to. 16 seconds on the play clock, 10.39 to go in the opening quarter. First possession for Woodland. They've got it inside general territory at the 42-yard line, middle of the field. It will be a fake sweep to Debo. Jackson's in trouble. He's got to get rid of it. He will not get – it will actually fumble the ball in midfield, and it will be picked up by Horseshoe Bend. Just couldn't quite get out of trouble. He'll fumble the ball, and Horseshoe Bend will take over at midfield. Yeah, uh, Jackson just didn't have a whole lot of time. There was uh, two player, two Horseshoe Bend generals in the backfield about the time he spun to his right and looked up. Just not a lot of time to look and find a receiver. So the Generals will take over at 10-24. They've got the ball right at midfield coming out in the wing T formation. It'll be a handoff to the wing back. He's in trouble. He's down at the 45-yard line. Debo's going to trip him up, but he'll finally be brought down by Mick Bailey and Parker Woodham at the 49-yard line. Maybe they'll give him forward progress, and he'll get back to the line of scrimmage. If not, that's going to be a loss of one. Looks like, no, they are going to get him back to the line of scrimmage. So it is going to be a gain of zero on the play clock, continuing to run here on this final Friday night of the regular season in the AHSAA here at Newside, Alabama. Second down and 10 to go. Two wings to either side. They'll send that right wing in motion. It'll be a pitch to the left side. He'll cut up at midfield, get to about the 48-yard line. That's going to be a gain of two 
for the Horseshoe Bend Generals. Got to look and see who that back was. I believe that's going to be number uh, three, Chandler McMath, going to be getting the carry, and that's going to bring up a third down and about nine to go. And a good hustle by the Bobcat defense that time, 50. Who, who is 50? That's um, – I'm drawing a blank tonight, but uh, – Eli yeah, Rollins. Yeah, Eli come in from the – uh, with the tackle as well as Guy McManus chasing from the backside. Not a whole lot of room for the Generals back to go. 9.08 to go, third down and nine for Horseshoe Bend. He'll send us back in motion from right to left, and they're going to call a timeout as I don't know. They were about to uh, run out of time on the play clock, so we'll take a timeout with them with 8.56 to go in the opening quarter. Horseshoe Bend faces third down and nine from the 48. When we return, you're listening to Bobcats Football from iSchool Sports. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Six Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other these annual marketing names, products, or services reference here independent of SPF. Want to earn real money in real careers such as therapeutic massage or industrial maintenance? Or are you looking to earn academic transfer credit? Whatever your dream, make it happen at Southern Union State Community College. Get started by simply applying online at suscc.edu. Then register for spring semester classes beginning October 28th. Spring classes begin January 6th. Contact us today to take the first step toward your future. You can't spell success without SU. Following the timeout, they'll throw out in the flats. It'll be behind the line of scrimmage. He'll cross midfield down to the 46-yard line. All in all, a gain of about four on the play. That's going to bring up fourth down and about six to go for Horseshoe Bend. That was a nice catch by Gavin Brazil. Just couldn't quite get the space upfield that he needed to make the first down. And good tackle coming up to make that tackle for the Bobcats. Mick Bailey pretty much by himself. Matthew Butler come over to help out there at the tail end of that. So the Generals will punt this one away. Parker Woodham backing up inside his own 20 to receive it. He'll roll out to the right side, punt a beautiful punt out there. He'll call for a fair catch inside the 20. He'll back away. Casey Smith will take it at the 14-yard line. So that's where Woodland will begin their second possession with 8-11 to go in the opening quarter. Things didn't go well for the Bobcats on their first possession. It ended on a third down fumble recovered by Horseshoe Bend. Let's see what they can do deep inside their own territory now at the 14-yard uh, line. And we got some other games of interest going on tonight. Wadley is up the road playing uh, Spring Garden. Spring Garden and uh, have taken an early 6-0 lead with 11.07 to go in the first. Must Wadley, have been a kickoff return. Wadley on top of Spring Garden. Okay, guys, <laughs> be sure to take a picture of the scoreboard. That's big. Shotgun said it will be a handoff to Parker Woodham. He'll bounce out to the right side. He cuts back to the left. Look at Parker go. Crossing the 25-yard line down to the 27. That is a huge first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Those first downs are brought to you by Home Mortgages from the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage. USDA and VA loans with no down payment, as well as an FHA loan with very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown team, 334-863-4052. Parker just took that ball and basically just sort of inched his way up through the middle, found the opening, broke it back to the 
home side here toward us and picked up a good gain there. He's very quietly had some big games this year. As we mentioned, rushed for 152 yards against Winterboro last week. Didn't score a touchdown, but he really did his work on the ground. He'll get the handoff to the right side this time and won't have as much luck. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage. He'll maybe lose a yard, and that's going to bring up a second down for the Bobcats. Yeah, just not much there on that play. The handoff to the right side and uh, good pursuit by the general's defense to get in there and tackle him right about the – I guess he made it back to the line of scrimmage. May have lost uh, – a foot. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're going to give him the front nose of the football just behind the stick. Second down and a long 10 to go. Shotgun set for Lovern and the Bobcats. He'll bark once. He'll roll out. It'll be a sweep to Debo, and they sniff that out immediately. He's going to be hit behind the 25-yard line to the 23-yard line. Number 15, Jacob Turner was not fooled on that one. You can definitely tell he watched some film this week, and Debo goes down way behind the line of scrimmage. That'll bring up about third and 15. And like we said before the game, and we didn't really get a chance to talk in depth about it, but the general's defense have played well in a lot of big games this year. They just haven't been able to, you know, get the win on the scoreboard, so to speak. But they're a tough playing team, and they will play four quarters tonight. So the Cats are going to have to stay ready. Ball at the 24-yard line, shotgun set for Lover. They'll send Parker in motion from left to right. He'll get it on the pitch. He'll bounce all the way out, turn up field about the 35-yard line. Still going to be about three yards shy as he gets knocked down about the 37, and that will bring up a fourth down for Woodland. What do you do in this situation, T.A.? Not Man, very you, far to go, but that defense has played very well so far against Yeah, Woodland. that's a little bit too far and too early in the game with 5.58 to go in the first quarter. Go ahead and punt this way and try to flip the field position with a punt. So back to punt this one away will be Tate Bradford for Horseshoe Bend. They've got their returner setting up at the 37-yard line. It'll be a high snap for Bradford, but he will get this ball off. It'll be a knuckleball that'll bounce at the 45 and will just kind of die. Slowly rolls inside the 40-yard line down to the 39. Luca Brown will uh, pick it up near hash. And Horseshoe Bend will take over for their second possession. Five minutes and 30 seconds left in the ball game. So, so far, we've uh, seen two really good defensive performances. And if that's the case, uh, where do you see this final score going if, uh, if if we're talking about at least one of those offenses at least cracking the code and yeah. getting through them? <laughs> Not much big happening right now. And the way the generals play is sort of like the Cats. They don't put the ball in the air a lot, I don't think. They just try to grind it out and run, run the clock, and we're halfway through this first quarter, and nobody's even threatened to score. 5.30 to go in the opening quarter. Horseshoe Ben will come out in a wishbone set this time, showing a little bit of uh, flexibility in their offense. They'll hand off to the tailback. He'll break a tackle, get down to the 44-yard line. That was Eli Rollins starting a tackle. I believe Blue Heron will clean it up at the 44-yard line. So a gain of about five. Pretty respectable there by number 14, Gavin Brazil, and the Woodland or the uh, Horseshoe Bend Generals. And got to brag on Blue a, a lot this year. You know, we've seen some outstanding play by him uh, this year and another good play defensively right there. Wishbone set again, number 17, David Johnson leading the Generals out. He nearly fumbles the handoff, but he will get it, and he'll hand off. He'll get to the 50, crossing down to about the 47-yard line. That's going to be a first down for Horseshoe Bend. Again, number 15, or excuse me, number 14, Gavin Brazil getting the carry on that play, and that's going to bring up a first down inside Woodland Territory. 
ball at the 48. Yeah, the generals are getting pretty good push up front there. There was a host of Bobcats in on that tackle, Caleb Kelly, and I couldn't really see a lot of the rest of them that were in on that tackle. It was just a swarm of Bobcats. Finally brought him down, but not before first down here. Really methodical offensive drive so far for Horseshoe Bend. Wishbone Seth, they've got another going back to the wing Seth. They've got a lone wide receiver near us. It'll be a handoff to the tailback left side. He'll cross the 45 and will carry a host of Bobcats down to the 42 yard line. Number third or number three or number five rather, Ryland Sharp, the sophomore getting the carry up the left side. It's going to bring up second down and about three to go. Yeah, just another good run there, um, bringing up a second and short here. And uh, this is going to be a pretty quick night if things continue the way they are. The clock's going to run run us home pretty quick tonight. Only 12 minutes into this ball game, and we've got 345 to go in the opening quarter. Wing formation, and then sniffing out that one was Eli Rollins. He'll get a gain of about two on the play, but Eli Rollins was right there in his grill ready to make the play. That's going to bring up third down and two. Not a bad play from the junior Rollins. No, he fought off the block real quick and got his hands around the legs of the general's back. And uh, it's going to bring up about a, what, a third and long two maybe. Yeah, front nose of the football at the 40-yard line. Going back and getting the play, number 15, Jacob Turner. He'll be swapping in for Chandler McMath. Also coming back into the game will be Brandon Tidwell. Ten seconds on the play clock. They had to do a lot of substituting there. We'll see what they can come up with here. And it will be a handoff to the tailback. He'll bounce off to the right side. He will get first down yardage as he kind of dove over the dog pile and will land at about the 37-yard line. So, again, a big first down for Horseshoe Bend. And the Generals, again, getting good push on our defensive front there. They've done that two or three plays on this drive. Spring Garden just took the lead over the Bulldogs of Wadley. Seven to six, you score. First down, it will be a handoff right side. He'll carry a few Bobcats across the 30-yard line down to the 29. Again, Woodland just uh, finding holes, all, or Horseshoe Bend finding holes all over that Woodland defense, and they're making them pay. We've got an injured general on the field. We'll see if it's, uh, if it's a quick injury. Yeah, I was trying to get a number there, but... He's turned at a bad angle, but uh, it looks uh, to be something with the leg. And we'll take a timeout while he's being attended to. 2.28 to go in the opening quarter. We're scoreless here at Horseshoe Bend. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The injured general, number 77, Johnny Baker. He gets off with a little bit of help. He makes it to the sidelines and will go to the uh, trainer's table on his own accord. So hopefully we will see him back in this ball game uh, in a little bit. Johnny Baker, one of those seniors for this Horseshoe Bend team playing in his final uh, home game at Battle Stadium. Man, you hate to see a young man get hurt on his last home game. Second down, a handoff to the right side. He'll lean forward 
And if they give him forward progress, they are going to give him the first down, crossing the 30-yard line down to about the 27. Again, just ground and pound. This horse you've been uh, offense is done. And we've, you know, talked about this, too, looking back at their schedule. There were only really two games where they lost control of the game. That was against Randolph County and against Lynette. But, again, who hasn't? I mean, even Randolph County has lost control against Lynette. Yeah. But for the most part, they've played everybody really tough. They uh, played Victory Christian to a 14-12 to game, uh, played within a touchdown of uh, Ranburn and B.B. Uh, Colmer. They're taking a look at the measurement right now to see, and I believe they are going to get it by about half the football, so it will be first down horseshoe bend. So there's got to be something about them, T.A., that just makes them really tough and for teams to just not be able to pull away from them that easily. Well, if they've been able to do what they're doing to us right now all season long against some of these, like B.B. Comer stuff, that clock running like it's running uh, really will make the game go by, and it'll also keep the scores down. Come out in a wishbone set again. Johnson will. He'll take the snap. He'll hand off to the tailback, kind of faking everybody out. They'll cross inside the 25-yard line down to the 24. That's going to be a gain of three for Horseshoe Bend up the middle. And we're up there fixing to see the 11th play of this drive that started back at their own 39. So a good methodical drive going for Horseshoe Bend as they inch ever so close to red zone. When do they start this drive, T.A.? Uh, with about five minutes and 30 yeah. seconds to go. Had it for about four minutes. It will be a pitch to the right side. He's got space at the 25. He'll get a block at the 15. The only guy there to knock him down will be number 85, Caleb Kelly, and he will uh, knock him down at the nine-yard line. First down and goal for Horseshoe Bend. Thank goodness for Caleb Kelly playing his position well, being that last line of defense to knock him down at the nine. Well, I was able to watch a little bit of film on this game. You know, for whatever reason, I have not watched some today. They don't have a bad football team. They get outside well. We haven't seen teams get outside on the Cats this not year Not very much. much, no. Not very much. That's one thing the defense has done very well this year. Wishbone said it will be a handoff. And there's a fumble, fumble. on the play. Who's going to come up with it? Woodland saying that they have it. And if they do, that is huge. And if they do, they'll pick it up at the 10-yard line. Waiting on the official be Austin signal. Champion coming up with it if – Yes, and it's Woodland it football. Woodland football. It won't be Austin Champion. It'll be number 31, Luca Brown, coming up with it. But he'll keep us pick it up at the 10-yard line. Huge play for Woodland, but if you're Horseshoe Bend, that balloon just popped in your face, didn't it? My <laughs> goodness, that'll deflate you right there, knowing that you drove for that long and for that hard, and that's how that drive ends. My goodness. But a heads-up play by that Bobcat defense. Great job by Luca Brown picking up that fumble. Sure was, and it's uh, got to be a good change of momentum here, hopefully for the Cats so they can get something going here. So Woodland will take over with 47 seconds to go in the quarter ball at the 10-yard line. Parker Woodham will get the handoff and very minimal gain there as he'll get to about the 12-yard line. So maybe about two, and that'll bring up second down. Yeah, the, it's tough going up against the, the middle of that. I think right now, Horseshoe Ben is winning the battle on the, on the line of scrimmage, I guess you could say. We've had that one long run earlier on the last drive by Parker, but since then, you know, the, the going's been pretty tough. 
Clock running down. They may be able to get one more playoff. Ten seconds to go in the opening quarter. They're going to try. It's going to be a high snap, a bobble snap. Jackson's going to have to recover, and he'll just have to fall on it at the six-yard line, and that's how this quarter is going to end. Horseshoe Bend nothing, Woodland nothing. We're back with second quarter action in just a few moments. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. Are you looking for a Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one and two bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring for my caring and trained staff. Visit trailerhelp.com for more information. And welcome back to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Your score as we head to the second quarter. Woodland nothing, Horseshoe Bend nothing. For a look uh, at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's TA. Yeah, I was going to try to get up some scores. It's early going. The only score I really have right now, then keep in mind the internet is pretty slow here. I'm fixing to try to hook up to our hotspot shortly to see if I can get it to speed up a little bit. But, uh, you know, all the power outages uh, over the last, uh, from what was it, Zeta? That came yeah, straight. Hurricane Zeta. You're right. <laughs> I have really no scores to give other than the Spring Garden leading widely 7-6. to six. That game is probably about halfway through the first quarter now. And we're getting ready for the second quarter here in New Side. A very quick first quarter, a first quarter that took about 19 minutes all in all. We kicked off right at 7 o'clock. 7.22 here in New Side, Alabama. Third down, 15 to go for Jackson Lover, and he'll fake the handoff, and he'll keep it himself, and he can't win the line of scrimmage as he'll get knocked down at the nine-yard line. That's going to bring up a long uh, fourth down for Woodland. Definitely a punting situation here. And it's also good for the generals, I guess you could say, because it will no doubt, unless we get off a monster punt here, it's going to give them good starting field position. Back to punt will be Tate Bradford standing about halfway into his end zone. The horseshoe bend returner is going to be standing at the 35. High punt. They're telling everybody to get away from it. It will take a general bounce at the 32-yard line. And that's where they're going to set up shop with 11-14 to go in the opening quarter. Again, uh, you look at that third down play there, Jackson uh, taking a high snap and not being able to recover. And that's really what happened on that first drive, too, that ended in a fumble, just one of those things that just happens and you're not able to bounce back from it. Well, I think for Jackson's sake, he just needs to settle down. You know, this is really his first start of the year, and he, he just got to get into the game and, and relax and uh, just try to make some plays. 11-13 to go in the second quarter. Horseshoe Bend with great field position at the Woodland 32-yard line. Wishbone said he'll hand off to the tailback. He'll win the line of scrimmage. He'll cross the 25, spins once, spins twice. To the 24, he goes. He'll finally blow him down 
at the 23-yard line. So that is going to be a gain of about eight. And there's going to be a timeout taken by Woodland. So we'll take one with them with 10.58 to go until halftime. Your score, Woodland nothing, Horseshoe Bend nothing in this dogfight that we've got here on the battlefield. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Finally, the timeout by Woodland Horseshoe Bend has it. Second down and about three to go inside Woodland territory. It will be a handoff up the middle. He'll cross the 20-yard line down to the 19, and that will be a big first down for Horseshoe Bend. All you can say about that play is everybody on the general line of scrimmage went straight ahead. It was a quick handoff right off center for another good game. 10.42 to go. Checking into the ball game now for Horseshoe Bend, number five, Ryland Sharp. He'll have it first down and 10 at the 20-yard line. Their last drive ended in pain as they ended up uh, losing a fumble after driving down the field. Be a handoff to the right side. He's got space at the 15, cuts up at the 10. He'll be knocked out of bounds inside the 10, about the eight-yard line by Casey Smith. That's going to be another big first down for Horseshoe Bend. And the Cats have just got to get a hold of themselves, settle down and start getting some penetration in that general front and uh, guard the outside. That was another handoff right off tackle that the generals just broke to the outside and for another good game. Ten minutes to go until halftime here in New Site. Woodland nothing, Horseshoe Bend nothing. Be another setup in the wishbone. Ten yards to go until Pater. They'll hand off right side. And again, another great carry by Horseshoe Bend. Everybody is helping them out as they cross over the five-yard line. I think they're going to give them the three. That's going to be another uh, big play for Horseshoe Bend, and they get ever closer to finding the end zone. Yeah, I don't know who was carrying that ball. I was trying to see. Was that Shivers? I believe you're right. Uh, he is Charlie a good, Shivers. hard runner, hard to bring down. 9.24 to go. Uh, we've got a uh, special halftime guest joining us, Coach Scotty Patillo, previewing the 2020 Lady Cats basketball team. We'll uh, be talking with him. Did he have on his Cats. orange suit? when you interviewed him today? We had to do it over the phone today, unfortunately. Oh, so he, he may have. I don't know. <laughs> 9.14 to go. A handoff up the middle. And there's a fumble on the play. Could we get lucky twice here? Touchdown yeah, horseshoe bends as the far side receiver. So touchdown will be horseshoe bend with 9.05 to go in the second quarter. So it didn't take but four... 
five plays to go 32 yards after the Bobcat punt and the Generals have taken an early lead here against our Cats. That will be number five, Ryland Sharp, the sophomore, getting the extra point. They're gonna go for two. They're gonna have this wishbone set again, hand off to the right side. He'll lower his shoulder. I believe he's gonna be short this time. They are gonna stop him at the one yard line. It is no good. 9.05 to go in the second quarter. Horseshoe Bend six, Woodland nothing. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Young's Strong and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, and immunizations, even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you are here, you can check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Strong and General Store, 24460 Highway 48 Woodland. The Bobcats play here. This is Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Horseshoe Bend will strike first as they take a 6-0 lead over the Woodland Bobcats. And they will have a short pooch kick that will be falling on at the 29-yard line by Debo. They'll take over on the far hash mark, 9.02 remaining in the second quarter. So, again, that was one drive there by Horseshoe Bend. They had been doing a great job of hitting us in the mouth, T.A., but uh, right there they finally got everything working in the direction they wanted to. Yeah, and, uh, you know, me and you were talking during the break. Uh, the Cats are going to have to find a way of flipping this field. We really hadn't had any success getting downfield, getting over on their side of the field so far tonight. Maybe we can do it on this drive. Jackson Lovern will come out in the shotgun set. It will be another sweep to Debo, and they'll hit him in the backfield again. I have never seen a team be more prepared to stop Dalton Bowling's rush on the sweep than I have tonight. That's twice that they've handed the ball off to Debo, and they've stopped him both times. Second down and about 14 to go, ball at the 24-yard line. My goodness, T.A. It's hard to get anything upfield when you're hit by the time the ball is handed off. And that's twice Debo has been hitting the backfield quick. 8.28 to go second quarter. It'll be second down for the Bobcats. Lovern will call for it, and there's going to yeah, be some movement on the offensive movement. line, and that'll move us back five more yards. we got to quit shooting ourselves in the foot and just try to find a way of getting a few first downs. And even if we have to punt, at least it'll flip the field a bit. Yeah, get one of those uh, steel toe boots out there and let Tate Bradford just use it to punt this one away. They'll be offsides on Horseshoe Bend. My goodness, wow. I did see a, a, a general jump, but he must have made contact. Uh, I'm guessing he did because it happened over on the uh, right side of the line around Nathaniel Smitherman. And uh, I guess he made contact with Nathaniel, and that made Nathaniel move. So, Hey, I'll take it. We're now inside the sticks again. Second down and nine at the 29-yard line. Okay. 
So 8.04 to go here in the second quarter. Woodland down 6-0 to Horseshoe Bend. Lovern will bark. He'll hand off to Parker up the middle. There's some space. He's at the 40. Cuts back to the right side. 45-50. 45-40. Go, Parker. 35-30. 25-20. He cuts back. He'll be knocked down inside the Horseshoe Bend 15-yard line. Parker Woodham taking it um, almost the distance. Had one guy to beat. Parker Woodham. Hopefully that's the shot in the arm that Woodland needed <laughs> yeah. on offense. First down for Woodland. And it wasn't nothing fancy, just a handoff kind of up the middle, and Parker seen daylight to the right side here and just broke out into open field. I thought he was going to make it, but they caught up to him down there. But anyway, we flipped the field. We're in the red zone. Let's see if we can get some points out of it. First downs are brought to you by Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown team, USDA and VA loans with no down payment, as well as an FHA loan with very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown team, 334-863-4052. Parker will get it up the middle this time. He won't be as lucky as he was on that last play. He looks like he will cross into the 10-yard line, a gain of about three for the Bobcats. Yeah, just another, a little high snap back to Jackson on that, caused that to – uh, be a little bit messed up, but uh, we're still able to get a couple of yards out of it, and that's okay. We just got to keep moving the ball closer and closer to the goal line. We got plenty of room to get another first down. Let's get that all. a touchdown here, I think, would wake our offensive line up. I believe you're right about that, T.A. Second down and about nine to go. Parker will be in motion from right to left. He will get it on the pitch. Guy McManus lowering a block. Holy cow, Guy, what a block there. He'll cross inside the five-yard line. Are they going to give him the first down? Let's sure hope so. Guy McManus, uh, he, he did his job right there. He didn't necessarily win the battle with that horseshoe bend defender as he got knocked down to the turf, but he stopped that defender there and allowed Parker <laughs> to get a couple more yards. He did his job right there. Sure it wasn't did. pretty, but he did it. And Guy's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's probably got the biggest heart of anybody out there. On the uh, yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I I know it's corny to you know drop so many war puns out here since we're at uh, the Battle of Horseshoe Bend in Newside, Alabama. That uh, battle took place right up the road here, but that's a guy I want in my bunker. That's for sure. Yes, it will be third down inside the ten yard line. Handoff Parker this time. He'll lower the shoulder. I believe he's got first down yard. It's Jackson Lovern coming to be the domino that knocks everybody off. He's going we'll to uh, be about go. a yard short. I thought he, uh, I thought he was closer than what he was on the second down, uh, the third down play. But uh, they got him fourth down, maybe a maybe a yard. It's hard to tell. We got that bad angle. Yeah, they've got the front nose of the football at the five yard line, or I believe fourth down to go. If they cross, they will have goal to go. But. Uh, Either way, it's yeah. four down territory. We got to get this. Yeah, no doubt about that one. You've got to do something about it. Five minutes to go in the second quarter. Generals on top, 6 nothing over Woodland. Big fourth down play here. Will be a handoff to Parker. He's, he's got it. Go, buddy. He's got first down yardage and then some. He's going to get down to the one-yard line over on the far side. So that'll be first down and goal for Woodland and Parker Woodham on the handoff up the right side. Good first down play for Parker. Yeah, I thought he got in there for a minute, but like I said, we're at a bad angle here. It looks like he's from where the yard marker is and where the the side judge is standing. It looks like he may be about two, two and a half yards away from the, from the end zone. But we could be wrong. <laughs> They're going to come up uh, one yard line. 
And it will be uh, Parker Woodham again in the background. Jackson will call for the snap. And Parker is – come there on, give is. him a signal. <laughs> Touchdown. Touchdown, Parker Woodham. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. A great way to answer for Woodland. It'll be a one-yard carry by Parker Woodham. And that's going to uh, tie this ball game at six. So, uh, after the general score – we did what we needed to do, take the ball back downfield and put it in the end zone here. Let's see if we can get the extra point and take the lead here. Looks like they are going to try to go for two here, see what they've got up the, uh, up the old pockets for this one. Lovern will send Parker in motion to the right side. It will be a pitch to Parker, and he's not going to win the edge. Oh, never mind, he is. He's going to dive into the end zone, but not before he gets knocked into next Tuesday <laughs> by Luke Jones. He does win the pylon, though, and Woodland has taken an 8-6 to six lead. That extra point was brought to you by 56 Vintage Market, Vintage and Antique Furniture, Home Furnishings, New Home Decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building to find that perfect piece for your home update. 4.18 to go in the second. Woodland 8, Horseshoe Bend 6. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. For a look at the Reliance Realty scoring recappers and to buy your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's T.A. It took the Cats eight plays starting at their own 29 to go the distance and pick up a touchdown, Parker Woodham. And he also dove in for the two-point conversion. But in the midst of all that, we had about a 60, I want to say, uh, 62-yard run maybe by Parker, which got us down there in scoring range. Butler's going to kick a high pooch kick, and it will be touched by Horseshoe Ben. Woodland's got to fall fumble. on it. Are they going to pick it up? Listen. Woodland's going to fall on it at the 41-yard uh, line. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit RelianceRealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. A high kick that was uh, nearly fielded by Horseshoe Bend, slipped right through his hands, and Woodland's going to take over in general territory officially at the 42-yard line. First down, Cats. I was trying to see who came up with that, who stood up with the ball. I uh, couldn't quite see who was uh, who came up with it either, but that was a big play there for uh, Woodland, and great heads-up play by Woodland as well. So the Cats will take over first down. They've got the ball at the 42-yard line, marching from right to left. Jackson Lovern will call for it, and he's going to do another sweep to Debo. Of course, you've been a little less prepared for it that time as they cross the 40-yard line down to about the 38. That's the first time they've called that play, and this time they uh, caught uh, Horseshoe Bend sleeping on that one, and it will gain yards this time around, second down. Yeah, that play just looked a little better all the way from the get-go as Debo was right there, picked up the handoff, and had a little space for a change and was able to turn it up the field for about a four or three, three-and-a-half-yard gain. Second down, Cats here. Let's see if we can get another, get another one in the end zone. 
Second down and six to go. They'll send Casey in motion from right to left this time, but it will be a handoff to Parker. He'll bounce off one. He'll bounce off two. Generals down to the 25-yard line, down to the 24. Another great Homestar Mortgage first down for Parker Woodham and the Woodland Bobcats. He finds energy. This whole team finds energy. We've seen that all year long, and that's really helping them get out of this uh, first-quarter funk that's uh, starting to come together in the uh, second quarter. We've seen that all year long, too, when Parker or Brock or whoever, if we can just get some uh, a good first down or whatever, it just picks the whole team up, and the cats are on the move again here. Ball at the 25-yard line. Jackson Lovern will call for it. Calls once, calls twice, and they're going to draw no, Horseshoe Bend off sides, give them five more yards. Yeah, it was encroachment all the way there by Horseshoe Bend. And uh, Coach Phillips, as you can imagine, <laughs> pulling the guilty party out of there. Number 75, Brody Bryan, a freshman, will check in for the uh, senior Johnny Baker, who's uh, still uh, showing some uh, signs of limping over there on that left ankle. Yeah, it looked like he got that ankle rolled up on. I didn't see exactly what happened, but let's hope he's going to be okay. First down and five. Parker will get it. He will cross the line of scrimmage. I think he'll finally be knocked down. And we got a little bit of extracurriculars out there, but I think they're just going to let the guys know. Nope, it's going to be a little late on that one. Who are they going to call it on? Unsportsmanlike conduct coming, but who is it going to be? It's going to be on us. No, it will no, be on Horseshoe Bend. Okay. I knew what happened was <laughs> is, uh, they came up, uh, tried to tackle Parker, and uh, Parker wasn't quite down yet, so he came in a little aggressively on Parker, and they uh, and well, I can't rem I can't see which Woodland player really. It doesn't matter. I'm not trying to rat him out or anything, but they uh, got a little upset and pushed him, and the uh, the Horseshoe Bend player got a little upset, as uh, you can imagine too. And uh, I was thinking, okay, well they're just going to let that go, but then they finally threw the flag, so I'm guessing he may have said something after he. Uh, got out of that pile. So that's going to be another uh, shot in the foot for Horseshoe Bend and another uh, great opportunity for Woodland to get ever closer to the end zone. It looks like the ball's down about the 10, isn't it? Is that uh, – We'll see where – we'll see where they mark them out here. The uh, It looks like they've got them at the eight-yard line on the far hash mark. So it will be unsportsmanlike conduct on a Horseshoe Bend. That clock moving ever so closely to halftime. A couple of minutes to go. 225, Woodland on top by two. It will be a handoff. Oh, straight up. Oh, it's going to be the same play that they <laughs> used twice against Winterboro that scored last week. It was a handoff to Parker Woodham, who then turned it off to Dalton Bowling. That's going to be an eight-yard rush for the Woodland touchdown. And Woodland has extended their lead now 14-6. to We saw that play twice. Well, actually, about three times against Winterboro last week. And it kind of had me and you both there. And I seen Debo headed straight up the gut for the end zone untouched. So the Cats have scored here to make it 14-6. to six. Let's see if they go. It looks like we may go for two again. This will be the 56 vintage market extra or point after touchdown attempt, I guess you could call it, not an extra point. And it will be a handoff to Parker. He'll cut up. He'll fall back down in the end zone, and it is good. 2.18 to go in the second quarter. Woodland has extended their lead over the Horseshoe Bend Generals, 16-6. to You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. 
No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's TA. It took only six plays to go 43 yards after the Cats recovered their uh, the kickoff there. Uh, Debo runs it in from eight yards out, and Parker Woodham dives in from two for the extra point. 16-6, Cats up. And that's going to be another onside <laughs> kick recovery by Katie Smith. Matthew booted that ball up about four stories up and coming down with it uh, within 10 yards is Casey Smith. And Woodland's going to take over again first down and 10. Let's see where they officially, <laughs> um, they officially uh, mark it down. That was an excellent kick if that was on purpose by, <laughs> by Butler there. There's one thing about it. Wherever we touch that ball will be where that ball lays dead. He can't fall forward no, he or can't. anything. It's uh -uh. where he touches the ball. Looks we'll like it'll be, be at the, again, the 42-yard line. Is that where they started the last drive? I believe uh, it was. 43 At the last 43 time. last time, but they've got it at the 42 right here. Wow. But either way, list with confidence, mm. purchase with pride. Visit RelianceRealty.com <laughs> or phone 334-863-2161. I know Pam Johnson's loving us right now with that mm. uh, scoring recap, uh, incorporating in with a lot of these exciting plays that Woodland has seen. No, wait, hold on. What are they saying uh, now? They're they saying that it's still Horseshoe Bend ball? possibly give it to Horseshoe Bend, but it well, they're, depends. They're saying there's a, there's a penalty? What was the, what was the penalty? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't seen the, the head judge make a motion up here this way as to what the penalty was. Maybe some of the coaches over in the other booth could help us out with that one because – not sure, and it's going to be general ball too. I know, uh, I know the mayor's in there. I know Benji's in there too. Maybe they can rely some information onto us. But either way, Horseshoe Ben's got it on the 42-yard line on the other side of the field now, and they are looking to pass. Johnson's going to go middle of the field, and it is incomplete. He was guarded heavily by Casey Smith and uh, Caleb Kelly over on the right side. That was number 25, Lupe Mancillas, on. Uh, the intended receiver uh, there. But, again, he was double covered. I don't know what they were trying to accomplish with that. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what happened there, why that ball wasn't ours. Unless we crossed on the kickoff ahead of time. But that was – it would only been five yards. Second down and seven to go. It'll be a handoff right side, and Matthew Butler sniffed that one out. He's going to let a few of his Bobcat buddies come help him out. They're going to give him – I'm wondering where they're going to give him progress at because he knocked him back an extra ten yards, and uh, maybe they're going to give him back – they're going to give him the original line of scrimmage. Okay, yeah. that's uh, – I guess that's fair. I don't understand why it's fair, but I guess it is. <laughs> and it will be 144 to go in uh, the second quarter. Cats on top, 16-6 over Horseshoe Bend. 
So they're going to try it again. Third down and 10 out of the wing formation. One wide receiver lined up near us. Johnson looking to pass again. He's in trouble. They're going to throw out in the flat, and it is incomplete. And get the ball. Get the ball. It could. I think it was forward. It was right there in it front was of about, me. It was about five yards behind <laughs> the line of scrimmage. That's where it was. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, okay, well, <laughs> they're going to give them fourth down and 10. Anyway, they blow it dead, so I'm sure the generals will punt here so the Cats won't have a whole lot of time to try to get downfield with only a minute 28 to go. And what was the weirdest turn of events there? A very strange drive, but I guess, you know, day before Halloween, it's uh, <laughs> you tend to get one of those things to happen. Fourth down. They're going to punt this one away. A beautiful punt. And Parker's going to field it at the 10-yard line. He will call for a fair catch. 90 yards to go for the Bobcats in order to score. They've got the ball with 119 to go in the second quarter. So a drive that started very confusingly. A couple of plays in there that were very confusing. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't matter now. It's will, over. Horseshoe Bend didn't will. score. They didn't gain a yard <laughs> on that drive. And uh, Woodland's got it with about 90 yards to go. And we'll try to get an explanation and explain it to you a little bit later on because I – I don't know. In all my years of watching football, I'm still confused about that and why it wasn't our ball. I didn't even see a flag thrown. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I don't know. But either way, Jackson Lovern, Parker Woodham in the backfield to start this next drive for the Bobcats. They've scored on their last two as they lead 16-6 over Horseshoe Bend. It'll be a handoff to Parker Woodham, and he's got – Oh, my oh goodness, my Parker! Goodness. Parker will cross over the 15-yard line, and he knocked a guy down where he was standing and gained an extra five yards on top of that. Parker, oh, my goodness, he's playing like uh, old Jerome Bettis out there. There's no way a guy his size is knocking down people what like that. What was the Holy old announcer cow. for the Bulldogs of Georgia, the hobnail boot? Oh, yeah, Larry, Larry Munson, <laughs> my man Larry Munson right there. They just stepped, we just stepped on their faces with a hobnail boot and broke their nose. <laughs> Woo. Wow, Parker. Okay. <laughs> Inside 35 seconds to go now. We'll be second down and four. Parker in motion from left to right. It will be another sweep handoff. And again, they're sniffing out that play, and they're going to knock him down at the line of scrimmage. That was a sweep handoff by Debo. Uh, three times that they've been able to uh, sniff that one out. Uh, that was probably the uh, second time that they've at least gotten back to the line of scrimmage. And that's going to bring up third down at about six to go with 15 seconds to go in the first half. And that will do it for the first half of play. They will not run one more play. Hold off. And there we go. Okay, so now... The uh, the first half is over. Your score, Woodland 16, Horseshoe Bend 6. Going to take a one-minute timeout. And when we return, Coach Scotty Patillo previewing the 2020-2021 Lady Cats basketball team. He'll be joining us at halftime here on iSchool Sports. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-5803. Tonight's Bobcat Halftime Show is presented by Lacey Garner at J.C. Hair Co. in Woodland. Lacey helps you find the right look by offering cuts for men, women, and children, as well as coloring services. See Lacey today at J.C. Hair Co., a full-service salon, 24223 Highway 48 in Woodland. For appointments, call or text Lacey at 256-452-6239. Tonight's halftime show is presented by Lacey Garner at J.C. Herco in Woodland. Call or text for an appointment today, 256-452-6239. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Lady Cat Basketball Preview, a preview of the 2020-2021 Woodland Lady Cat Basketball Program. Uh, we're going to be doing so with head coach Scotty Patillo today. Coach Patillo, it's good to talk with you again, and how happy are you to have basketball back? Yes, sir, man. It's good talking with you guys as well, man. I, I'm excited. I've been um, so excited. It's all I've been thinking about. and It's all the things that's been on my mind is basketball and, and these kids. So I'm ready to go, man. I'm excited. Uh, looking back at last year, no seniors on the team. You only had one uh, junior and the rest were uh, underclassmen. So with no seniors on the team, do you feel like last season was a success despite not having a lot of leaders in that upper class? Last year was a was surely a great success, man. It's, it was it was the best we've done since I've been there, and I think it's the best. We had the best record at Woodland Girls basketball has had since um, the great coach Larry Strang left, man. So I was very very excited with twelve wins last year. That's huge for for us. So that was a great success. And looking at that one junior who's now a senior this year, Kinsley Simpson, she was the oldest lady cat on the roster last year, and she returns as a senior in 2020. So just looking at her, uh, what kind of leader would you uh, or what kind of leader would you describe her as? And to just uh, how fun has it been to uh, watch her grow into that role over the years? Oh, man, Kinsley is, is man, she's she's indescribable, really. She's the perfect kid. She's the perfect role model. Some people say, well, there's no such thing as a perfect kid. Well, in my eyes, she has a great attitude, great work ethic. She's a great role model for every kid. And she's humble. She's loving. She has everybody's back. Um, she even has times where she has the whole team over her house sometimes. And just <laughs> she's just that kind of kid that she wants everybody to get along. And she wants everybody to do good and work as hard as she works and so it's been great for me it's been actually been an honor for me having her as a coach and and having the blessing of being that kid's coach is 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 unreal she's a phenomenal leader she's a great teammate she's she's great in the locker room and not only in the locker room on the court is she great but she's phenomenal in the classroom i mean every teacher she's ever had um love that kid in the classroom because her grades speak for themselves um she's she's great great all around it's a testament to her great parents as well this is the Lady Cat Basketball Preview from iSchool Sports. We're previewing this year's team with Coach Scotty Patillo. And we talk about Kinsley Simpson being the only senior. You've also added another senior, you've told me, in uh, Josie Cross. So, one, just how uh, special is it to have Josie Cross uh, on the roster to play alongside Kinsley as a senior? And also, 
for the most part, you know, even though you have two seniors, the team's still considered uh, pretty young, even though they've got a lot of experience. So who has the ability, in your opinion, to step up and lead alongside those two seniors? Gosh, speak briefly about Josie. Josie is another one of those phenomenal kids, man. That's just great to have on the team. Um, she works hard in the classroom. She she works hard on the court. She's one of the strongest girls, the strongest girl in the school as far as weightlifting. Um, and she's always gonna have a smile on her face, no matter how hard you work. She's always gonna have a great attitude. Um, she's always positive. So it's it's fun. I made it a point to get her back out playing basketball this year. And so and she's back. So it's gonna be great having her alongside Kinsley. I mean, you can't better leaders than that. I mean, attitude and work ethic is is second to none from those two ladies. Um, and then step up beside them two ladies. Just, gosh, I got a number of girls. It's going to be great. I've got, uh, of course, Jane Heron is going to be phenomenal. Um, Leah Williamson is going to be amazing. Gosh, I got some that's come a long way. Also, like Macy Slick and Shannon Moore and uh, Brandy Fincher, Juliana Lover, and all those girls has been great. And, and Malia Lambert, they all work hard. And, man, these practices we've had so far this season are phenomenal. Um, they've been asking me for even more work, and I thought I worked pretty hard. <laughs> so it's been great, man, and seeing the great positive energy around practice. And so I'm just really excited, man, for this season. That's got to be nice to hear one of your players say, oh, come on, Coach, is that all you got when it comes to uh, work ethic and uh, practice and all? So I'm sure that's a, uh, <laughs> a great thing to have a, a roster full of girls that uh, want to do that for you. Uh, one other player that I did want to talk about specifically because I felt like uh, – she she really impressed me last year, and that was uh, Mackenzie McCormick. She played basketball for the first time last season. She contributed in many ways. And the thing that probably surprised me the most about Mackenzie McCormick is you and I were talking after one of the early games last year. I can't remember which one it was. And uh, I was looking out there. I said, hey, uh, McCormick looks pretty good. You know, I think she's going to be, you know, one of the key players this year. And you told me this is the first time she's ever played basketball with Taylor. I was like, no, there's no way uh, – player of her athletic ability <laughs> is only playing basketball for the first time and is and is able to thrive the way that she has too so uh you know she ended up having a pretty good year she was a part of the uh all-county tournament team so uh just uh what did you like about yeah. watching her play last year and how do you see her contributing this year gosh um mckenzie aka mac we, we, we call her mac mac is mac is one of those kids that can do anything um, you know, she's, she can be opposed. She can play with her back to the basket. She can shoot the basketball well. She can handle the basketball well. And she's going to do anything you ask her to do. She'll never complain. If I need her to do whatever it is, she's going to do it. And she's a perfectionist now. She's going to do everything the right way, um, whether it's softball, volleyball, and just you know, now playing basketball. I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, you know, due, uh, COVID hit last year and it kind of caused us to cancel out of our plans and all that. But we had already in the books, me and other coaches had already voted that she was going to be the most most improved player of the year. I mean, I can remember her first week before we even started basketball. She's like, Coach P, um, how many players again is it out there at, at one time? Is it four on four or five on five? I mean, she went from that to being our lead rebounder, one of our lead scorers, um, one of our hardest hustlers, one of our hardest workers to be one of our best players by the end of the year. So she was a clear-cut choice of our most improved player last year. I mean, she can shoot the three ball. She can rebound. She can block shots. I mean, she can do it all. <laughs> so having Mac back is a great, great thing for this whole club. And all the girls love her. Um, and it's, it's hard not to love her. And uh, she's got great parents as well. Um, so sitting down talking with her dad and, and kind of explaining to him how important she is to the program. Like, you know, this puzzle's great, but, man, she's that missing piece. And so having her in place and having her on this team is, this year is going to be great, man. It's, it's huge. 
you, you can't ask for a better kid than Mac, man. She's phenomenal. And I know I've brought this up before, but the one thing that I'll always remember about Mackenzie McCormick, you know, she's got a lot of playing time left, so I'm sure there's probably going to be other things about her uh, time at Woodland that will stick out to me. But the one thing that I'll never forget about Mackenzie McCormick is I can remember uh, one time, I believe we were getting ready to broadcast the Ranburn game last year at home, and you and I were sitting over in that little corner where we call the game mm-hmm. from. I believe Decker was over there, T.A. was over there. And I don't know if it was her mom or grandmother, aunt, uh, whoever it was. She came over and was talking to you about Mackenzie, and she just says that, uh, you know, she just, you know, says that I just don't know if I can do it. It's, you know, tough. It's, uh, you know, taking me a little bit of time to uh, to get going and really learn the game. Meanwhile, she's in the background hitting free throw after free throw after free throw after free throw. I was like, somebody needs to tell her. I think she's got a little bit of the hang of the game because she's, uh, she's doing pretty good over there at the free throw line. Uh, but yeah, Mackenzie McCormick, uh, very yeah, happy to have her back. It was her grandmother. Okay. Yeah. She's just, um, she, she's, she's a very big fan of Mac and she's always, um, had Max back and, and wants Mac to be great. And Mac sometimes is a little tough on herself, but she has no idea how great of an athlete she really is. I tell her that every day. <laughs> like, Mac, you are phenomenal. Like, she's, she's, she's D1. There's no doubt. In whichever sport you want it to be in, whether it's softball, volleyball, even basketball, she's going to make somebody happy at the next level one of these days. Yeah, she's a uh, she's a heck of a basketball player, heck of a volleyball player, and she also threw a no hitter for softball last year too. So that's uh, definitely one of the uh, yes. bright spots for uh, Mackenzie McCormick in her career. Uh, we've talked about uh, the two seniors. We've talked about McCormick. You talked about some of those younger players that you can see stepping up and being leaders. But who are some of those players that we're not talking about, or maybe some of those younger players that didn't get a lot of playing time last year that you think are really going to step up and contribute in a big way? Well, we didn't talk much last year about uh, Williamson, Leah Williamson. We didn't talk. We talked a lot about Jaden. We didn't talk much about Leah Williamson last year. We didn't talk much about Macy Slick last year, and and gosh, we didn't we, we didn't get a chance to talk much about Shannon either. But man, those girls are really really gonna step up and really gonna be a be a real big help for us. And and Leah, gosh, she should have been starting point guard on the junior high team last year. She was being thrown in the fire and having to be the starting point guard for the varsity. You're talking about pressure, and she handled it well. If you put her in a fight with a bear, then you might want to check on the bear because Leah's that kind of kid. I mean, she she ain't backing down from nothing. And she loves the fight. She loves the competition. She loves the challenge. So she's a great kid now. Um, and then Macy Slick, gosh, she's tiny, but man, she plays like she's seven foot tall. And Shannon is just that girl. We coming off the bench last year as my sixth man last year, and she would come in and she put a spark on everybody. I mean, she kind of, you know, it, when I made a sub, it then dropped off. She, Shannon, elevated everything. I mean, her energy is is un, unreal. Um, and her ball handling skills and her way to penetrate and get to the basket and attack the rim, she's tough to guard. And, and, and she's real pesty on defense, too. So Shannon is great. And then I'm excited, too, this year um, about my two young posters coming. That's that's going to be playing. That's played with me for a while. But they're kind of growing to their own now. That's Brandon Fincher and Juliana Lover. Golly, man, they've been phenomenal at practice. They've come a long way. And the one thing that both of them are starting to get now is it's the confidence in themselves because that's what they didn't have. So I'm really, really excited about this group. This is the Lady Cat Basketball Preview with Coach Scotty Patillo and iSchool Sports previewing the 2020 and 2021 uh, Woodland Lady Cats basketball season. We're now going to move on to the games themselves, and we know that this season is going to be a little different than usual. We've uh, seen a different volleyball season. We've seen a different football season just due to 
COVID-19 and the many protocols that are uh, out there to help keep us safe. So have they gone over the differences that you'll see this year as far as COVID protocols for fans, for players? And if so, what are they? Yes, we've got um, some guidelines, but there's nothing really concrete yet. But we know there's going to have to be some um, no, not not max capacity at games. And we're going to have to kind of sanitize the bleachers and, I mean, the, the benches and the dressing rooms. It's going to be really, really weird. A lot different than what we used to. Got to sanitize the balls, and it's going to be very different. So they're going to kind of concrete that stuff and let us know here really soon, I think. I think they had a meeting like Thursday about it or whatever. But it's going to be totally different. We went from playing teams like Ramburn and Horseshoe Bend and Lafayette, um, which is great ball teams and, and just great programs. And now we're going to be playing teams like Talladega Central County, uh, Winterboro. Those girls are very, very athletic. And I remember last year going to Jacksonville and watching TCC play. TCC is a very good basketball team. Winterboro is a very good basketball team. Wadley is going to be a very good basketball team. And I don't really know anything about ASD. But I, I, from the past, I know they've always been competitive. So it's going to be very competitive this year. And one thing we better be in this year is in shape. That's why, so we've got to make sure that we're in shape. <laughs> Looking at uh, the rest of the schedule, I know that uh, Ranburn is not a uh, not an area opponent anymore. Uh, they're staying in Class 2A while Woodland drops to 1A. Uh, but who are some of the other key steps that uh, you're excited to play and some games that uh, we as fans should be excited to come watch? We're going to play um, the 4A Cleveland County, which is one of the best girls teams in 4A. Um, I think we're one of the best girls coaches that I've ever seen, um, Coach Todd Gable, basketball team, and he has every one of his kids coming back. Um, so that's going to be huge playing them. Um, we also going to play Pleasant Valley, which we've never played them before, but their girls are very competitive, um, very good girls basketball team as well. They're coached very well. Um, again, we've never played them, so I mean, I don't really know what to expect. But I mean, that's going to be fun. Um, Coach Bishop, which was at Woodland before with us, and he helped. He was my assistant at one point in time with the girls. Um, he helped me with the junior high, and he was my assistant on varsity at one point in time. Why he was at Woodland? He's now he's now the head girls coach at Clay Central. So we'll see them this year. Um, that's going to be fun. Um, so there's several teams that we're that's not in course Ramburn, man, guys, you, we, we got to play Ramburn. Um, and, you know, they get they're going to they're going to be very good. So <laughs> they're coached very well. They're always a good, good program, man. They, they got a lot of respect for them. Um, so we're, we're, gonna, we're looking forward to playing them girls, too, as well. And I hear Randolph County's got some girls and they had a girl transfer in from Wadley, I think, or, or whatnot. But they've got some girls that haven't been playing that's going to play. So I think it's going to be a very competitive year this year for our girls. So it's going to be great, man. I'm excited. Yeah, looking forward to seeing some of those uh, bigger teams take on the Woodland Lady Cats. I feel like uh, the Cats are only going to get better uh, by playing uh, teams like that. And uh, you talked about TCC a little earlier and being put out by Spring Garden. The fact that they uh, got through that game unscratched is a miracle because they have a really good team up there. They've got a point guard. I think it's got five more years of eligibility. And uh, Spring Garden's going to be good uh, for, for a little while. So it's uh, – uh, it's still uh, a pretty good measuring stick to see where TCC is. Uh, this is the Lady Cats basketball preview from iSchool Sports. We're previewing the 2020-2021 basketball season with head coach Scotty Patillo. Uh, final question, Coach P, just the uh, message to fans to uh, kind of get them pumped up for basketball and uh, what they need to do in order to uh, be the best that they can be in supporting these ladies this year. 
guys, just come out, scream your head off, support them, be positive because they're ready and they're roaring. Um, I've got one girl, man. She's I call her. She's I tell her she's always pulling on my coattail, and that's um, little Malia Lambert. Gosh, she's a feisty. She said, Coach P, I can't wait for the season. And I said, she said, any play, place for me to play, put me in, and I'm ready to go. And they're always just kind of like they're 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 chomping at the bit to get ready to play. And um and there's and our boys are doing really good in football, so we're probably gonna have to move a few games. And they're just kind of bummed about that because they're ready to start right now. They won't see the start tomorrow. <laughs> so, but so our, for our fans, man, y'all fans, I hope our fans be very excited about this season. Again, we had a great season last year, so we're looking for even better, bigger step this year. So um, I'm expecting the fans to come and be loud, be positive, be encouraging, and really just cheer those Lady Bobcats on because um, they're they're ready to go, and we're we're ready to go as coaches as well. Tentatively, what's the first game? November 16th, it should be our first game. So we'll have – we'll open up with um, Victor Christian that day, and um, then we'll play that Friday against Pleasant Valley at their place. So we'll be on the road for our first couple of ball games. We'll be on the road. So and we're excited about that too as well. Yeah, be sure to get on out there and support the uh, Bobcats basketball teams, both the boys and the girls this year. Uh, we've had a lot of fun with uh, volleyball winning an area title. Football's doing very well. They're uh, in the playoffs getting ready uh, to uh, play in the postseason for the first time in a couple of years. And I kind of see that trend moving on into the winter sports uh, with the basketball teams as well. So definitely come on out, support these cats. And, of course, uh, for all the scheduling information, uh, you can stay tuned to iSchool Sports Network. We'll keep you updated on when and where you can watch the Lady Cats play. Coach P, as always, man, a, a great time talking with you, great time uh, talking basketball, and uh, we're happy that it's yes, finally man. here. We want to wish you the best of luck this year. Thank you, Mr. Jones. I love you guys, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Tonight's Bobcat Halftime Show is presented by Lacey Garner at JC Hair Co. in Woodland. Lacey helps you find the right look by offering cuts for men, women, and children, as well as coloring services. See Lacey today at JC Hair Co., a full-service salon, 24223 Highway 48 in Woodland. For appointments, call or text Lacey at 256-452-6239. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amount. All types of loans you need serviced from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank, branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us at First Bank, member FDIC. Tire buying process can be challenging. Let Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair on County Road 87 help. Any style, any size, any brand. Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair can order and install the right tire for your needs. Gray Hill Auto and Tire also handles oil changes, tire rotations, filter changes, and more. For your tire and maintenance needs, make the short drive to Gray Hill. Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair, 15539 County Road 87 in Gray Hill. Call today, 256-449-2100.
Hello, Woodland football fans. As you root for your favorite team this year, we encourage you to take steps to keep yourselves and your families safe and healthy to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. This year marked Southwire's 70th anniversary, and we are proud of our long and rich history of success, which is driven by our employees, who we call the people behind the power. To join our Southwire family, check out our open opportunities at careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. Now back to Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. It is halftime here at Battle Stadium on the campus of Horseshoe Bend High School where Woodland leads Horseshoe Bend by a score of 16-6 to as uh, we're getting ever closer to the uh, start of the second half. Woodland on top by a score of 16-6. to It was at a three-yard rush by number five, Ryland Sharp for Horseshoe Bend. The two-point conversion was no good. Make it 6-0 Horseshoe Bend with 9.05 to go in the quarter. And then with 4.18 to go in the quarter, it was a one-yard rush by Parker Woodham. The two-point conversion play was good, making it 8-6 Woodland. And exactly two minutes later at 2-18, it was an eight-yard rush by Dalton Bowling. The two-point conversion play was good. That's how we got to where we're at right now, 16-6 in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. With another look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's T.A. Big game going up the road in Oxford tonight, uh, Central uh, Phoenix City. What are they? They are uh, the Red, Red Devils. Devils, yeah. Uh, are up on the Oxford Yellow Jackets, 14-3. to Down south, Andalusia leading Brantley. Brantley was the number one ranked team, I think, in yes. 1A. Uh, of course, Andalusia, a 4A school, 24-7 uh, the score there. Cleburne County leads our Randolph County Tigers by a score of 20-7. to Westbrook Christian leading Donahoe 34 to nothing. Spring Garden all over uh, the Wadley Bulldogs tonight. I think the last score I had on it was 27 to yes. six. Yeah. Uh, going into the halftime, no score on the Central Coosa Talladega County game. Hanley at the half leading the Central High School of Clay County. That's a barn burner. Seven to nothing to score at the half there. Good game going on down in Roanoke. Only their, what, fourth game at home this I, I, year? I think, they I think they finally got their fifth one in tonight. They've, oh, okay. uh, they've had some They've had some tough luck with uh, COVID-19 and uh, scheduling this year, for sure. And the second-place finisher here in our region, Class 1A, Region 5, the Raglan Purple Devils lead Ashbury 35 to nothing. And I know everybody's probably wondering – well, why ain't we getting a Waterloo score, which will be the first team we play next week. And uh, Waterloo is not playing tonight, or I don't have a score, one or the other. Winneburg and Barry, no score. And Landon leading Aliceville, 26-6. to They uh, they were originally scheduled to play Tanner tonight, but I don't know if uh, either they're not updating the score stream or, or that game was a forfeit and we didn't, haven't heard about it. I don't know, but uh, – they were supposed to play the Tanner Rattlers tonight. Yeah, That's usually on the score stream, uh, it'll tell me if there's been a forfeit or or whatever, but I can't find anything on Waterloo. What are they? The, the Cougars. The Cougars of Waterloo. And from the looks of things next Friday night, Taylor, 
It's probably going to be cold, and we're going to be surrounded by water. Looks like we're going to yeah, be on we're, an island. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to have to take a boat over to uh, to Waterloo High School. It's right on the banks of the uh, of the Tennessee River, uh, on the very north corner of uh, on the very north corner of Alabama. It's about the distance between Bees and K and L to Mississippi, and about the distance between Bees to Hueys from Tennessee. That's yeah, I just think we could pretty much uh, throw a rock. And hit either one of the states. <laughs> hit yes. one of the states. So, good long four and a half hour drive should be fun. Though the Cats getting their first playoff chance since the year 2014 next week up in Waterloo. But right now we got a game to finish here. The Cats out front of the Generals of Horseshoe Bend, 16 to six, and the Cats are getting ready to kick off. Taylor. I actually did find a score as of about 45 minutes ago from Play Action Sports out of uh, Athens and Lauderdale County. Waterloo on top of Tanner, 14 to seven. I've, I've got that. That was of about uh, 45 minutes ago. So yeah. uh, I don't know how accurate that score is now, but that's the last thing we got. Matthew Butler is lined up to kick this one away, and we are almost ready for second half action between the Bobcats and the Generals. Woodland on top by a score of 16 to six. A line drive kick taken to about middle of the field for Horseshoe Bend. They'll fall on it at the 33-yard line. First down and 10 generals with 11.57 to go in the third quarter. Well, and what we need the Cats to do here in the second half, let's get a three and out here and uh, get back to work. You know, we got off to kind of a slow start and things picked up. We had a little momentum shift with a long Parker Woodham run. It's been all cats ever since. Under center will be Johnson. It will be a handoff to the tailback right side. He'll get back to the 35-yard line. That's going to be a gain of about two on the play for the Horseshoe Bend Generals on the carry up the left side. We did want to uh, clarify a rule there. There was a kickoff uh, right after Woodland's uh, second touchdown where uh, the ball went up in the air. Casey Smith fell on it around the 42-yard line. There's apparently a rule that says that the ball has to touch the ground in order for the kicking team to recover it. So that's why Woodland did not get the ball. Something we learned tonight. It will be a pitch to the right side this time, and he'll get hit nice at the line play. of scrimmage. Great play by number 30, Parker Woodham. Great uh, hard-hitting action tonight. Matthew Butler helped him out as well. I'll tell you what, we've uh, known this about Parker all year long, but he is playing like a madman tonight. He's a tough guy. You don't want to run up on him uh, here and, in this uh, football game. you got to give credit to Matthew Butler on that, too. He turned the running back back to the inside, and that allowed Parker to come right up in there and make a good head-zone tackle there. So two good plays there by a couple of Bobcat defenders. Third down and nine to go for the Generals. It will be a fake handoff. Johnson looking to throw. He'll pitch it, and it will be caught. But he's still about four or five yards shy of the first down. He kind of uh, lobbed that one up in the air, and it was brought down. Uh, look and see who that was. I believe that's number five, Ryland Sharp. And uh, now they're going to say it was incomplete, an incomplete pass. So it will be fourth down and nine to go for the Generals. See, even the, even the PA guy was caught off guard by that yeah. one, too. I thought he caught it over about the 39-yard line, but it will be an incomplete pass. They'll have to punt this one away from the 30. Punter, uh, Parker Woodham will be back to return this one. He's going to back up. And Horseshoe Ben looking to punt yet, yet again. 
10.38 to go here in the third quarter. They're rushing this one. Luca nearly getting a piece of it, but they will uh, punt this one high and it'll roll towards the Horseshoe Bend sideline before finally going dead at the Woodland 27-yard line. First down and 10, Bobcats with 10.25 to go in the third quarter. Again, another great opening drive there by the Woodland defense. It seems like some of the offense finally got things going. So did the defense. Yeah. And that's what you want to see coming out of the half after Woodland won the toss to start start the game, elected to receive. Uh, I guess we felt confident enough that we could get a three and out to start the third quarter, and that's what happened. 10.25 to go. Jackson Lovern coming out, leading the Bobcat offense, as he has done all game long. He'll call for it once, call for it twice, flag on the field. Did somebody jump? I'm assuming they did, but who? Yeah, I didn't see any movement there, but. Will be false start yeah. on the Bobcats. Didn't quite see who uh, who moved on the play. That'll back them up five more yards. Brock Edwards uh, fighting through a nagging injury the last couple of games and uh, electing to give him the night off. He's here. He's dressed out. They uh, took his helmet away from him, so I guess he can't uh, fight for playing time as <laughs> I'm sure he would love to be out there with his uh, guys, but it's also a good opportunity for Jackson Lovern, who's expected to take over this uh, Woodland offense uh, next year after Brock Edwards graduates. Three great years uh, by Brock Edwards in a Bobcat uniform as a starting quarterback. Jackson rolling out left side. He's going to throw left. It is caught by Debo with the 40. He's going to be knocked down at the 43-yard line. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. USDA and VA loans with no down payment as well as an FHA loan with very low down payment. Find the easiest way home with Homestar Mortgage. Lori Brown team, 334-863-4052. I tell you, Tyler, uh, Jackson did an excellent job on that after receiving the stab. He rolled to his left, looked up, found Debo, and that's got to make you feel good if you're Jackson Lovern, who has done a tremendous job standing in for Brock. Lovern will take the snap. He'll fake the handoff to Parker. He's got some room at the 45. He'll fumble the football. Thankful for Parker Woodham there as he'll fall on it at the 45-yard line. That's going to be all in all a gain of about three on the play to the 45. Parker Woodham, a great heads-up play to fall on that football. And uh, the generals just come up and pull that ball loose from from Jackson. And uh, Jackson's done a fine job tonight. Got off to kind of a rough start. You could you could see his nerves to begin this game, but he has settled in since and done a tremendous job here, even despite that fumble there. Second down and six to go for the Bobcats. Lovern will call for it, and he'll hand off to Parker Woodham up the middle. He's got space. He's at midfield. Look at Parker go. 40, 35, 30. Keep going. 25, 20, 15, 10. One guy to beat, and he's going to do a touchdown. Parker Woodham, touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. That is going to be a 56-yard rush for Parker Woodham. He does it again, and it's now 22-6 in favor of the Bobcats. Just a simple handoff to the left side. Parker shot through the hole. Got into the secondary of the Generals and never looked back. They tried to run him down. I thought they were going to get him down there about to four, but he pulled away and got into the end zone. Another spectacular play by the Bobcats here as we start the third quarter. Second touchdown of the night for Parker Woodham. That is the 11th rushing touchdown of the season for Parker. He now leads the team in rushing touchdowns. They're going to go for two points again. 
Jackson going to roll out to the right side. He's got a guy in mind. He throws and is incomplete for intended for Dalton Bolin looking for a pass interference flag. I don't think we're going to get it. But your score with 9.01 to go in the third quarter. Woodland extending their lead over Horseshoe Bend 22-6. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Want to earn real money in real careers such as therapeutic massage or industrial maintenance? Or are you looking to earn academic transfer credit? Whatever your dream, make it happen at Southern Union State Community College. Get started by simply applying online at suscc.edu. Then register for spring semester classes beginning October 28th. Spring classes begin January 6th. Contact us today to take the first step toward your future. You can't spell success without SU. Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information, Reliance Realty. Here's T.A. And for a drive, it started at our own 27-yard line with 10.25 to go in the third quarter. It took the Cats only four plays, ending with a 56-yard run by Parker Woodham. We missed the extra point, and the score is 22-6. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealty.com or call 334-863-2161. They'll kick this one off. It will be taken inside the 30-yard line. It'll start at the 27. Horseshoe Bend will take over with 8.55 to go in the third quarter. Good hustle by the cast to get down there on that kickoff. The Bobcats have played pretty good special teams tonight. Now the defense comes on, and we'll see if we can get another three and out here. They've done well so far here in this last couple of drives. I'd like to see them do it again. Will be a handoff on a sweep to the right side. He'll cut back up, find room up the middle, crosses the 40. Blue Heron will finally bring him down. I think they're going to give him the 43-yard line, and that is going to bring up a big first down for the Generals. Yeah, and with that, uh, with that first down, T.A., it uh, reminds me of car insurance. Did you know that for a great low rate you can get online, go to the general, save some time? Oh, my goodness. I, I just had this feeling you were going to do that before the night's out, and you came through. You know me too well, I always count on you. And it will be a pitch to the right side. It'll take it at the 45-yard line flag in the backfield. He'll cross midfield down to about the 47-yard line. Another gain of about nine and a half for Horseshoe Bend. I think Bend, that we'll one may come back. On. I think it was a hole. I think Blue Heron got held in the middle. If i seen it correctly, not sure yet. Looks like it will be a hold on Horseshoe Bend. They are backing up. So erase that huge play there with uh, – with Horseshoe Ben uh, carrying the football around the end. And if you're the head coach of the Generals, you got to be upset with that because that play, that hole didn't need to happen and it no. negated a, a pretty good play by the Generals. I'm sure he's not going to be too happy with his nose tackle. 8.25 to go in the third quarter. Horseshoe Ben first down and 20 at the Woodland 34. Johnson looking to pass. It's caught. He's still going to be well behind the line of scrimmage. Great heads-up play by Parker Woodham playing that position uh, at linebacker. And that's going to be a gain of about four on the play, but he's still behind the sticks. Yeah, it looks like uh, the Cats come out here in the third quarter, playing with a lot of fire and intensity here. Making one good play after another. Let's see 
if we can hold them a couple of more plays here and get the ball back. 7.51 to go third quarter. Woodland on top, 22-6 over Horseshoe Bend. They're going to look to throw again. Going to throw out in the flat. It will be caught. He'll take it to the 40-yard line. Boy, he's popped by Debo at about the 43-yard line. Mick Bailey, Guy McMain has started it, but the one that got the uh, – uh, fattest stake there was going to be number uh, 11, Dalton Bowling, uh, making a huge pop and lowering him down at about the 43-yard line. I tell you what, Debo just centered up. Uh, Guy McManus also in on that play. Good hustle, and that's going to bring up a, a long third down for the Generals. Third down for Horseshoe Bend. They're going to hand off on a sweep to the right side. He's Breaking one tackle, but Matthew Butler will halt him there. He'll get inside the sticks, gain of about two, but Matthew Butler is going to stop him on the far hash mark, and that's going to bring up a long fourth down again for the Generals. Again, uh, Woodland playing good defense where it mattered most, but Horseshoe Bend had a lot of really good uh, rushes there and ended up shooting themselves in the foot on a holding call, and that's going to be the uh, biggest thing that stands out about this drive for the Generals. And I'm kind of – Watching the field here, I was wondering if they may try going for this, but uh, they got sure. about uh, they got about six, maybe seven yards to go. They're still inside their own territory. Uh, yeah, I think they are. Okay. That is what they're going to do. Parker's going to come up, play linebacker, send Caleb back as a safety. They are going to throw. They're going to throw out in the flat, and it is incomplete. Yeah. Intended for. Number 14, Gavin Brazil, and Woodland will take over first down and 10. They'll have it at the 48-yard line inside general territory with 6-12 to go in the third quarter. Yeah, I almost thought that was a backwards pass to begin with and kind of the angle we've got with the Cats. General's giving the Cats a short field to work with here. First down from the 42-yard line officially. Jackson Lovern leading the guys back out onto the field. Great uh, first start at quarterback for Lovern. First game that Brock Edwards hasn't started at quarterback in three years. He's going to be a high snap. He's just going to have to take it himself, and he'll just eat the uh, ball on this one, fall back about a yard to the 44-yard line, officially a loss of about two. That's going to bring up second down and 12. And, Taylor, you can look at the uniforms of the players down there. And we did have a lot of rain when Zeta came through. You, you, you're looking at a wet field a little bit tonight, clearly. And that could be what's causing the high snaps that we're seeing. We've seen a few of them tonight. You know what I've seen? Uh, you're talking about the, uh, the uniform. There's only one player that really sticks out that has a dirty jersey. Uh, and we'll uh, continue that thought after this play. Will be a fake handoff. It'll be Casey getting it on the double handoff this time, and he's going to win the right side. Crossover the 35-yard line. Gain of about seven on the play for Casey Smith and the Woodland Bobcats. Still going to be about the third down and about four to go, but a great play for Casey. Yeah, again, it was just that double handoff that they've been given to Debo. This time Smith gets it and gets around the edge for a good, for a good gain. They'll have the uh, front nose of the football at the 35-yard line. But I'm looking across the uh, field TA at the clean jerseys. There's only one uh, player with a really dirty uniform. That's Parker Woodham. I think you're probably going to see him with a dirty uniform no matter how <laughs> yeah. they play. But all the offensive line have clean jerseys. Jackson Lovern has a clean jersey. Casey Smith has a clean jersey. They're doing their part tonight. 
And there is a whistle blowing. I believe someone called timeout, and I believe it was the Woodland Bobcats. We'll take one with them with 4.41 to go in the third quarter. Your score, Bobcats 22, Woodland 6. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. The Bobcats play here. This is Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Following the timeout, 4.41 to go in the third quarter. Bobcats on top, 22-6. They have the football in motion from right to left. Will be Casey Smith, but it will be Parker Woodham getting the handoff. He's got first down yardage, and then some he'll carry it down to the 24-yard line. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. Yeah, and we're talking about the dirty jerseys. I was thinking about Guy McManus, number 10, and – He's been working hard tonight, but when he gets down in his three-point stance, uh, I hope Randy don't get mad at me for saying this, but his shirt's almost touching the ground when he gets down. He's he's a small guy that I love watching play with all my heart. He's he, uh, just trying to have a little fun here up 22-6 with four to go in the third. I kind of hope he does get mad at you. I think that'll be funny to see. First down and 10 for the Bobcats. Larvin will keep it himself, get to the line of scrimmage, and will be pushed back. Not a lot doing on that play, and it'll bring up second down. I believe that's the first time that Jackson set the turf all game long, and that was on his own accord. Yeah, that that play was a little bit – I don't know whether it was a mix-up or it was an intended play. Nevertheless – we're going to lose a yard on it and get back up there and try to do it again. 3.33 to go, third quarter. Woodland on top, 22-6. to six. Parker Woodham rushed for his second touchdown earlier in the quarter for 56 yards. Second down and 11 to go. Jackson will take the snap. He will hand off to Parker. He's got room right side. He'll bounce off a general defender flag on the Late play. Flag and too. that's going to bring up uh, down to the 24-yard <clears throat> line. He's inside the sticks now, but he's still got a while to go for that first down. I saw the ref give the signal for what the play was. Was it a hold? I believe it is. They're marking off uh, marking off on uh, Woodland. So it is on the Bobcats, whatever it is. Here's the official's call right here, and it will be holding on Woodland. So they'll move him back to the 38-yard line with 314 to go in the third quarter. So we're, I guess you could say, five plays into this drive on a – that started at the 42. 
So come back out, lined up sidecar right, will be Parker Woodham in the shotgun set. He'll be in motion from right to left. Jackson rolling out to the left side. He's looking to pass. He's got to get rid of it quickly. He'll throw it. It'll short hop uh, the intended receiver, Debo, uh, inside the 30-yard line. That'll bring up a third down and long situation for the Bobcats. And I was looking past the throw to Debo. I was trying to see. We had a man open down about the 20, well, Actually, about the 18-yard line. Jackson must have not have saw him or just couldn't make that throw that far downfield with rolling to his left. Yeah, he uh, he had to roll to the uh, left side out of the pocket. Not a lot of protection there once you get out of the pocket. And I think that's what allowed him to uh, force that throw in there. Whistle blown. There is a flag on the play. And we'll see uh, who it is. It's going to be a flag on Woodland. Didn't see what the call was. What did you see, T.A.? No, delay of game. Know, it didn't, yeah, delay. didn't get the ball off in time. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to watch the, the clock. And, you know, that's a couple of times tonight that the Cats and the Generals get back to the line of scrimmage pretty quick, but that clock runs down. 21 seconds on the play clock now, 2.43 to go in the third quarter here in this contest, the final regular season game of the year in the AHSAA. And it will be another double handoff. There goes Dalton bowling up the middle. That's going to work. It gets down to the 34-yard line. Still got to get inside the 15-yard line in order to convert that first down, though. Uh, so, I mean, of, of course, you don't have a field goal kicker that can make it that far. And I guess they are going to try to punt. That will answer uh, my question there, T.A., because uh, you still got about uh, – was that about 33 yards to yeah. go until the end zone? But if you uh, don't make it, you still got a long way to go in order to convert. And and this is a, a good decision by Coach Armstrong, I think, because you want to keep Horseshoe being pinned in their own end zone back on their end of the field, and this is a good way to do that. If I were Tate, I'm booting this one straight up in the air. And he'll kind of do that. He'll, and uh, we're going to have a running into the kicker flag. He'll call from corner. It'll be down at the 11-yard line. And uh, Ryland Sharp for Horseshoe Bend throwing up his hands like, oh, what did I do? What did I do? Well, I think he knows what he did. And, and now we're going to go to the official, and he's like, are you kidding me? You're going to give me the, that? The question is, will this be a 5 or a 15, I think? Or will it be an automatic first down? I like that opportunity, yeah. too. Running into the kicker on Horseshoe Bend. And it will be an automatic first down for yeah. Woodland. <laughs> Which oh, will, my goodness. Which will move the oh, sticks. Oh, man. Well, it's only a, what, a half the distance penalty on that? No, it would be. They're marking it down. Looks like about, what, the 19? And yeah, we'll reset uh, yeah, the sticks. Yeah, they'll have it at the 19-yard line. Uh, automatic first down on that play. And I'll tell you what, T.A., Horseshoe Ben is on the verge of being a very good football team. They really on are. On the verge of being a very good football team. They just got to get over themselves first. And it will be a uh, keeper for Jackson Lover, and I think that was a busted play. It was. He's going to get knocked down behind the line of scrimmage hard by two Horseshoe Bend defenders, and that was a play that uh, I, I don't think was executed very well from the beginning. No, and, I, you know, I think this looked like the play that they were trying to run early, earlier in this drive where Jackson was sacked for about a yard loss. I don't know. I don't know really what they were trying to do there, but uh, 
I heard the coaches over yelling about go Jackson, but uh, so we'll be second down and fifteen to go for Jackson Lover. He will hand off to Parker Woodman. He'll trip, and again, that's just a play that's not going to work well. He uh, trips at the line of scrimmage and. Three horse you've been, the fenders came up and uh, ate him up and pushed him back. So, again, just two plays in a row that uh, from the snap really just didn't quite uh, – they didn't quite execute the way that they wanted to, and that's going to put them again behind the eight ball with about third down and 13 to go. Yeah, and we're up to – let me see here – about the ninth or tenth play of this drive. Thirty-three Ken. seconds to go in the third quarter. Twenty-two-six, Woodland on top. Shotgun set. Jackson will call for it. Lovern looking to pass. He's going to go right side. Debo is his intended receiver, and it's about five yards uh, short of him in the end zone. That will bring up fourth down with 18 seconds to go. He had Debo in motion, but it was about uh, maybe five or six yards in front of him. Couldn't quite get over there in time. Excellent play call by the coaches on that, but it looked like. Yeah, the ball may have been a little wet. It looked like a dying duck throw toward yeah. the end zone. Uh, we had Debo running in a one-on-one uh, matchup down there, which I like our chances when it's one-on-one with Debo. And in this situation, you almost have to go for it. They've got it fourth down and 14 at the 24-yard line. Lovren will go to the line. He'll fake the handoff to Parker. He's got Debo in uh, line again, and he'll throw out of the back of the end zone. Oh, if he couldn't get a foot uh, down. Just out of the end zone. He, if he could have gotten a foot down, that would have been a touchdown, but he just led him way too far. And that was a throw that it just looked like coming off his hand was going to be about uh, too tall for him. Uh, good job there by Debo to uh, at least make that ball look like it was, uh, it was catchable. And he did catch it. He was about a step uh, beyond the – uh, beyond the end zone. That's going to bring up a first down and 10 for Horseshoe Bend at the 23-yard line with 9.6 seconds to go here in this third quarter. Another big defensive stand here. We'll see if uh, Horseshoe Bend can get through this drive with uh, very minimal mistakes. As we've seen when they make very minimal mistakes, they are a very dangerous offensive football yeah. team, but they've got to get out of their own way first. So they are going to go in a wing formation set, one wide receiver near us. It's going to be a handoff on the sweep. He cuts back, nearly loses his balance. He'll cross the 30, down to the 35. Look at him go, 45, 40, 35, 30. Casey Smith's the only guy that's going to catch him, and he will stop him at the 10-yard line. A great carry by, I believe that's going to be number five, uh, Ryland Sharp uh, on the carry there, and he'll take it inside the 10-yard line down to the nine. Again, that's one of those things that once they get going, they're hard to stop. Well, and, and two, it was just a simple run to your left. I thought we had it covered there, and the back cut it back to the inside, found a little crease, and just busted through and sent the cats chasing. Get your fours up, everybody. We're heading to the fourth quarter. Your score, Woodland on top, 22-6 over Horseshoe Bend. You're listening to Bobcats football from I Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. 
Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. 12 minutes to go in this one. 22-6 is your score in favor of the Woodland Bobcats. RCHS just scored to tighten it up against the Cleburne County Tigers. 20-14. to 14. That, uh, that, That's kind of <laughs> surprising. I mean, I know that uh, Wedowie, they've gotten exposed the last couple of weeks, but that score kind of surprises me a little bit. Yeah, so it will be uh, first down and goal for Horseshoe Bend. They are going to carry it up the middle. They'll cross uh, nearly about the six-yard line. That'll bring up a second down and goal for Horseshoe Bend. Of course, RCHS had uh, quarantine. Uh, they only dressed 18 players. What was it last week against BB yeah, Comer? Yeah, against BB Yeah. And uh, it's possible they had to do that tonight because I was really expecting RCHS to win this one. And they are going to keep it up the middle this time. Still going to be a little shy of that first down. It will be third down and goal. It looks like they're where, about the two-and-a-half, three-yard line? Yeah, it looks about right, T.A. Uh, still looking for a uh, Tanner score or Waterloo Tanner score in Waterloo the last time we saw about an hour ago from Play Action Sports on Twitter uh, has them up 14-7. They are going to rush up the middle, and it will be a touchdown for Horseshoe Bend. That will be a keeper for uh, their quarterback, number 17, David Johnson. And they've extended their lead here in the fourth quarter. It is now 22 to 12. Yeah, getting things getting tight here in the fourth quarter as the generals try to fight their way back into this one. Uh, let's see if we can stop. I know they'll go for two here and uh, try to make this a one-score game. Central High School of Clay County just tied it up down at Roanoke against the Hanley Tigers, 7-7 your score. And they will go for it here. They're going to pitch, and they're losing a lot of yards. Is he going to win the battle? I believe he is. There's going to be a flag on the play. It may be a horse collar on Matthew Butler, but we'll see. He's in the end zone nonetheless, so they may decline this penalty. Yeah, let's see what the call is, unless something happens. You know, it's going to be a hold, hold on the Horseshoe Bend. Okay, they threw the flag around where uh, Matthew Butler was making the uh, – tackle. That's why I assume that that's what it was going to be, but it will be a hold on Horseshoe Bend and I guess they'll get another opportunity to do it, right? Yeah. Long way to go this time, though, because it's a spot foul. It happened about the three, maybe. So that'll back it up. Ten back out to about the 13-yard line. Will be a hold on the Horseshoe Bend Generals. And we'll try it again from, from the 13-yard <laughs> line now. I guess that kind of gives you a little bit more space to work with, but, again, you got a long way to go. Yeah, it's one of those penalties you can't really decline. <laughs> no, you really can't. So they're going to go and obviously pass. They're going to throw no, it. It's going to be way, way over the head of number 11, Coley Sharp. Again, I don't know, uh, don't know where he thought Sharp was, but it was about <laughs> 10 feet above him. Your score with 11.04 to go in the fourth quarter. Woodland 22, Horseshoe Bend 12. We're back with more Bobcats football in a moment from iSchool Sports. 
Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Hey, this is Sean Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. Horseshoe Bend uh, closes their uh, gap now between Woodland on a two-yard rush by David Johnson. The two-point conversion play no good. Horseshoe Bend attempting an onside kick now as they have uh, cut into the Woodland lead now, 22-12. to 12. And it will be an onside kick. It will pop, and a good job there by Caleb Kelly to field it at about the 48-yard line. And Woodland will take over first down and 10, 11-01 to go in the fourth quarter of play. That was uh, set up by a long run by Ryland Sharp. Uh, that ended the third quarter, and uh, Horseshoe been able to get that one in on the quarterback keeper. Uh, Two-point conversion play they had to attempt twice due to a holding call. Didn't quite work out. But, again, it's one of those things that if Horseshoe Bend doesn't make uh, mental mistakes and doesn't get in their own way, they can be pretty dangerous. Yeah, smart move by the generals to try to get that onside kick. Great play by Caleb Kelly to come up and get it quick. So they are going to go in a shotgun set this time. Lovern back out there. He will hand off to Parker Woodham up the middle. He'll lower the shoulder, get to about the 46-yard line. Gain of about two when it's all said and done. That's going to bring up a second down play. Curious to see what kind of yardage that uh, Parker Woodham has at the end of this game, too, because he's one of those uh, – he's had one of those games where if you told me he had over 150, uh, possibly closer to 200 yards, I would absolutely believe you. He's uh, gotten the ball a lot. He's uh, created space for himself. He also has a 56-yard touchdown rush to his name tonight, too, a second rushing touchdown of the ninth, the 11th rushing touchdown of the season. He's awfully close to uh, getting 1,000 yards on the ground as well. That's another player to watch out for. Shotgun set. In motion will be Debo. He'll fake the handoff to Debo, and it will go to Parker. Parker back to the line of scrimmage. So about a loss of two on a play that just couldn't quite get developed on the edges, and that's going to bring yeah, it down. Yeah, just uh, took too long to get out there, and the generals had it covered well, protecting the edge, and it's going to bring up a third and about nine, maybe a little over nine for the Cats as the last couple of drives for the Cats have been sort of stalemated as the Generals have got a little momentum here. <laughs> Third down, 10 to go, 9.45 to go in the ball game. Woodland on top, 22 to 12. They are going to line up on the far hash. Shotgun set, sidecar left will be Parker Woodham. Jackson will call for it, and it will be another double handoff. There's a fumble on the play, and I believe it's going to be picked up by the Generals unless Debo somehow dove back on the ball, which... I'm hoping that's the case, but that was the one time where I haven't really seen that play work to perfection. Either way. It will stay with Woodland. Yeah, okay. And it'll be a punting situation for sure. I already see Tate coming out to get ready to punt this one away. Fourth down at about 14 to go. 
for the Woodland Bobcats. They will be punting away to Horseshoe Bend. It will be a high snap, but Bradford will boot this one. It'll be taken inside the 25, and he's going to take it out. He's going to get to oh. the 30, cut back up the middle, 35. There's a flag on the play, yeah, we got 45. Block in the back. Middle of the field, 45, 30, and he's finally pushed out of bounds at around the 25-yard line. A great heads-up return by Gavin Brazil, but there's a handful of yellow flags out there. Yeah, we seen, I seen a block in the back early, and then I seen a second flag and another block in the back by the bend, and this one's going to come back in a 15-yard mark off. It looks like going to be from about the 32-yard line. Yeah, that's going to be a uh, <laughs> long penalty. And, again, that's uh, kind of what we've been talking about uh, all night long with Horseshoe Bend. They're that close to being a team that's yeah. – Really going to run through uh, this part of the state, but man, just things like that just keep happening for them. So this drive's going to start, I guess, at the 30 or 22 yard line. Is that? Yeah. Yes, 22 yard line. They'll start with uh, 8.34 to go in the ball game here in our final regular season game of the season. For the Horseshoe Bend Generals, Woodland will be on the road next week at Waterloo High School in Lauderdale County. We hope you can uh, join us for that one. It will be a handoff up the middle. Ryland Sharp taking it to about the 20. Oh, they're going to give him the 26-yard line. I guess he must have fallen forward after his knee touch because it looked like he went down at about the 29, but they're giving him the 26. And if that's the case, they're hosing Horseshoe Bend on that play. <laughs> yeah. That's going to bring up a second down and six. And good defense that time by the Cats. The Cats need to get off of the field here. Don't let the – Generals even get a first down here. Let's let's force a punt here. Second down, six to go for the Generals. They'll send a receiver in motion. There's a flag on the play. It's going to be a jump. Look like the left tackle for the Generals may have moved on that play, and that will be the case as they back them up five. Will be a false start. That'll back them up at the 22-yard line. So again, just one of those positive yardage plays that are taken away from them. They're now beyond the sticks now, second down and 11 at the 21-yard line officially. They're moving from left to right. They'll send a receiver in motion. Johnson looking to pass. He's going to roll deep out of the pocket. He's got to get rid of it. He does, and it is going to be thrown into the fence just beyond the uh, Horseshoe Bend bench just before it hits the Horseshoe Bend cheerleaders in front of us. So he's going to bring up a long third down for the Generals, third and 11 for the 21. Yeah, and uh, he did the smart thing there. I thought he was going to try to throw it up the sideline. We had two defenders standing there that could have picked that ball off. Generals getting in a def desperate type situation here on third and very long. Um, they're not used to passing a lot. Let's see if we could maybe get a turnover here. Third down and 11 to go. David Johnson looking to pass, and he's not going to see Matthew Butler. There's a fumble on the play. Are the Cats are going to fall on it. Yes, they are at the 11-yard line. He had no idea Matthew <laughs> Butler was on his backside, and Matthew's going to eat him up. First down and 10, Bobcats after the fumble recovery. Holy cow. 
Matthew eat his lunch on that play. I saw it coming. You you saw it coming before it even happened. And uh, nice lick and a good turnover, and the Cats are in scoring position. A score here for the Cats would be absolutely huge with only 7.29 to go. Shotgun set for Jackson. Lovern, he's got Parker lined up sidecar left. Jackson's going to clap once, claps twice. He will hand it off to Parker Woodham. He'll roll to the left side. He'll win the edge battle. He's still on his feet. He's diving for the end zone. Touchdown, Parker yes. Woodham. Oh, Parker, he won the edge on the right side. He'll take it in from about 14 yards out. He dove for about three yards. Parker's going to win the battle. He'll get the pylon, a la that uh, Indiana-Penn State game from last weekend. <laughs> and Woodland has extended their lead to 28-12. And that's just what we needed. Uh, to kind of put a little distance between us and the generals. And a two-point conversion here would help even more. That is the third rushing touchdown of the night for Parker Woodham, number 12 on the season. They are going to go for two, up 28-12. to 12. This extra point of 10 brought to you by 56 Vintage Market. It will be a handoff to Parker Woodham. He'll go inside. He's going to try to get some help. I don't think he's going to make it, though. He will be stopped short, and that's how the score will remain. Vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, new home decor, and much more. Stop by 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56 inside the old New Hope School Building to find that perfect piece for your home update. Your score with 719 to go in the ball game. Woodland 28, Horseshoe Bend 12. You're listening to Bobcats Football from High School Sports. Does your kitchen or bathroom need a facelift? Let Brown's Cabinets help. High-quality cabinets and vanities built locally in Woodland, Alabama that are custom-made to fit your needs. Any style, any size. They even deliver and install. With over 20 years of experience in the industry, Brown's Cabinets stand by their work and guarantees satisfaction for their customers. Call Caleb today for a free estimate, 256-610-5852. Check out Brown's Cabinets' latest projects on Facebook. Search Brown's Cabinets. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap presented by your premier source for real estate information and services, Reliance Realty. Here's T.A. After the turnover on the massive hit on the general quarterback by Matthew Butler, it took the Cats only one play, and they took it 14 yards behind the running of Parker Woodham. The extra point no good. The Cats are up with 7.19 to go here, 28-12 to here at General Stadium. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit Reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. Bobcats will kick it off. Ball on the we ground. Is Woodland going to pick it up? I sure think that they do. If they do, they'll have it at the 32-yard line. It bounced off a couple general players. We'll see if Woodland can come up out of the dog pile with it. I think they did. I saw a cat, uh, Casey Smith, stand there. But I saw someone else. I'm not sure who it was. Officials talking about it here. No, and they're going to give it to the bend. Yeah, it will be horseshoe bend ball at the 32-yard 30, uh, line. Rather, they'll take over with 7.14 to go in the ball game. So, so for, uh, for Parker Woodham, he's got his third rushing touchdown of the night. It is his second game this year in order in which he's had multiple touchdown runs. Of course, uh, nothing's going to touch that one game he had against Donahoe where he rushed for four touchdowns and 154 yards. It will be a handoff on the right side for Horseshoe Ben. He'll spin at the 35, gets to the 40. He's finally knocked down, 
at the 42-yard line. Tate Bradford doing the work there, and he's going to be uh, right there for a first down. They're going to say officially a gain of 12 for the Generals. All you can say about that play by the Generals was just a good run by the running back spinning out of the – the arms and we got a late flag coming in as the quarterback for the generals had some words with the white hat oh and my it's going to be a 15 yard penalty mark off for unsportsmanlike conduct that flag was well laid and the head coach of the generals not happy about that one yeah coach phillips uh visibly upset he's going to call a timeout and i can only imagine uh, what he's uh, what he's about to say is he calling to get uh, is he calling to get a player out? He's wanting to put a player in, but nobody's paying attention. So there is going to be a uh, there is going to be a timeout on the. Uh, no, he's going to talk to the official. Okay, he's going to talk to the official. And uh, and we if it keeps on, we may see another fifteen yards. Coach I thought is, Coach uh, I thought Coach Phillips called for a timeout, but I don't know if they're going to give it to him or not. Yeah, he, he's calling for a timeout. Okay, they're finally going to get it yeah. after he asked for it five <laughs> minutes ago. 7.05 to go in the fourth quarter. Your score, 28-12 in favor of Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands a small town of Woodland, Alabama. A wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers. Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. The all-new the all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Since 1890. Now back to Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Field from Horseshoe Bend. They trail 28-12 over Woodland. The uh, head coach of the Generals, Coach Jeremy Phillips, trying to get an explanation of the unsportsmanlike conduct call. And while we got a little bit of time, we'll turn things over to TA for a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard. Uh, Spring Garden has, uh, with about three minutes to go in the fourth, lead the Wadley Bulldogs 51 to 13, all tied up at Roanoke between Hanley and Clay County. Following the penalty, it will be a handoff on the right side, and they're going to say his knee was down at about the uh, 27-yard line, so about uh, about a yard or so behind the uh, line of scrimmage. He uh, put his knee down, thought he got back up in time and could make a cut back up the middle. Didn't quite work that way, and he's uh, going to be losing yards. That was Chandler McMath on the carry. And I'll give you one more score here. Uh, the last score I had was in the third quarter with about 321 to go. Cleburne County continuing to lead the RCHS Tigers. That scored 20 to 14. On second down, it will be a handoff to the right side for Horseshoe Ben. He's got positive yardage. He'll be hit hard around the 35-yard line. Going to be about three yards shy of the first down, but not a bad carry from Gavin Brazil. I tell you, the Generals, the last couple of drives here, they're really 
firing off the ball real well and uh, getting some good positive yards if they would quit shooting themselves in the foot, you know. Third down, three to go. Ball at the 36-yard line inside Horseshoe Bend territory. They are marching from left to right. It will be a pitch to the right side. That's a blown up play. Parker's going to eat him up at the 30. Help him out, somebody. Matthew Butler's going to get him, as will number 66, Lane Meadows. They'll pop him at about the 31-yard line. That's a loss of about six on the play in a long fourth down play upcoming for Horseshoe Bend. It sure he is. Going to be about fourth and, what is that, seven? Oh, and uh, after a good play, the play before, to come back with that play, Cats did a good job of controlling the edge and making that tackle behind the line of scrimmage. They will go for it here on fourth down. They're lining up in the wing formation. One wide receiver lined up close to the Woodland bleachers. It will be a handoff up the right side. He's got space, and he'll be stopped about four yards shy. He'll cross the 35-yard line down to the 36. Needed about the 39-yard line in order to convert, so Woodland will take over at the 36-yard line, 5.03 to go here in the fourth quarter. Good plays defensively to get off the field and get the offense back out there with five minutes to go. Let's see. If the Cats can run this five minutes off the clock and let's get out of here with a win tonight. First down and 10 for Woodland. They'll have it front nose of the football at the 36-yard line. Got about 15 seconds left on the play clock. They're going to make sure Nathaniel Smitherman's in on this. And now they'll go over. I still think they're having some trouble getting the playoff. They may have to call timeout. A lot of players with – their uh, hands up going, you know, what's going on? I don't know. So they are going to take a timeout with 5.03 to go in the ball game. They lead 28-12 over Horseshoe Bend. We'll be back with more in just a few moments. This is Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports. Hello, Woodland football fans. As you root for your favorite team this year, we encourage you to take steps to keep yourselves and your families safe and healthy to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. At Southwire, we're just like your football team. We want to crush the competition. But we can't do that without great employees. So come join our team. Throw us a Hail Mary and check out careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. With a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's CA. Cleburne County has up their lead to 26-14 over RCHS. Uh, Andalusia taking care of Brantley tonight, the number one team in 1A. 34-13 you score. Let's go back to Woodland football. Bobcats lead 28-12 with five minutes to go. Will be Luca Brown getting the carry. He'll bounce to the right side. He'll get to the 31-yard line. Another solid carry and another late flag thrown on the far side of the field. Didn't see who that was on or what it could be on, but things are getting a little chippy out there the last few plays as the game gets down toward the end. And of course, it's a uh, it's a little county rivalry there. New site uh, just in the uh, this is a flag on uh, Woodland, uh, but of course, you know you get uh, these uh, these kids that 
uh, play in Tallapoosa County, playing those Randolph County teams. Of course, you want to beat them pretty bad. I know the uh, the rivalry between Horseshoe Bend and Wadley is uh, is pretty big. And, of course, uh, Woodland and uh, Horseshoe Bend, no strangers either, uh, playing in the same region for a majority of the time that uh, new Horseshoe Bend High School has been opened uh, since 1992. So uh, they, they want to win this game. And uh, sometimes emotions will run high. But after the personal foul call on Woodland, didn't see who it was on or what happened, uh, it is first down in a long way at midfield with 448 to go in the ball game. Mining up sidecar left will be Luca Brown. He's trying, he's trying to draw a horseshoe bend off sides, and it nearly worked. Try to draw the play clock down. It will be a pitch to Luca Brown. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage before he's knocked down. Uh, maybe they'll give him a yard, if that. And there is going to bring up a uh, timeout called by Horseshoe Bend. We'll take one with him. 4.24 to go in the fourth quarter. 28-12 to 12 in favor of uh, Woodland. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawi. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. The Bobcats play here. This is Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. 4.30 to go in the fourth quarter here in Newside. Woodland on top, 28-12 over Horseshoe Bend. For some more scores from the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's T.A. Fourth quarter action down at Roanoke as the Hanley Tigers have just taken a 14-7 lead over Central High School of Clay County. Linden leading Aliceville 26-6. Marion County leading Phillips 31-0. And right up the road in Oxford, it's... Uh, Central of Phoenix City leading now 21-3 over the Oxford Yellow Jackets. It'll be second down and long. Luca Brown will get the carry up the middle, and he will cross the 50. Gets down to about the 47-yard line, a gain of about three, but they're still needing to get to the 26-yard line in order to convert. So, again, nothing doing there for the Woodland offense. And the clock continuing to run here as we near four minutes to go here. Time running out on the Generals, who have played pretty well tonight. They've made a lot of mistakes that have hurt them, but the Cats have played pretty consistent tonight. They have. We'll give them that. Third down and long to go for Jackson Lovern and the Woodland Bobcats. 46-yard line. Jackson rolling out. He'll cut up the middle, and he'll lose about two yards down to the 48-yard line. One of those keepers that uh, he saw a little bit too late on the edge that he uh, he couldn't win, tried to cut back up the middle, but it was too late. And there is going to be a timeout taken by the Generals with 3.36 to go in the ballgame. We'll take one with them, 28-12. to 12. Your score, Woodland on top of Horseshoe Bend on the final regular season game of the year. You are listening to Woodland Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. 
No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. 3.36 to go in the ball game. Woodland on top, 28-12, to but they are uh, getting ready to face a long fourth down play. They will be punting at the 48-yard line. About, uh, about 22 yards in order to uh, reach that first down. Definitely not going to happen here, they think. Tate Bradford lining up to punt this one away. He's standing at the 40-yard line. Horseshoe Ben's returner lining up at the 20. High, slow snap. Bradford will get this off. Another great punt, and he'll take it at the 21-yard line. Gets to the 23, cuts back at the 25. He'll uh, get a tackle down at the uh, 31-yard line in the late flag thrown, but uh, who could it be I don't know what on? that was. It's going to be on the Bobcats, I'm sure, but... Be a face mask on Woodland. Um, I'm guessing uh, that when uh, Austin Champion went in for the tackle, he grabbed a little bit of his face mask. I didn't quite see it at that angle, uh, but uh, but what can we do about it? You know, so yeah. uh, they will get the 15-yard penalty and have better. Um, they will have a uh, better field position to uh, start at. Yeah, the generals are going to have to score twice and get the two twice to tie this game up. In three minutes and 23 seconds, I guess it can be done. So it will be first down (laughs) at the 46-yard line. They're looking to pass. He's in trouble, throws it. It's almost intercepted by Guy McManus. A little off the beaten path there for Brandon Tidwell, the intended receiver nearly in the hands of Guy McManus, just couldn't quite bring it in. And And Matthew Butler laid another – Layout blow to the to the He's had a couple of those tonight. He uh, he has coming from the blind side. I tell you another dirty sh- uniform down there, and I'm not talking just shirt. I'm talking pants too. Look at blue hair, man. <laughs> I'm getting in the trenches tonight. <laughs> and it will be a handoff on the right side. 45, 50. He'll dive over to the 49 yard line. Matthew Butler. Will uh, oh, and there should be another uh, another late flag coming in on Horseshoe Bend, but somehow the three officials that were right in front of number seventy-seven, yeah. Johnny Baker, who pushed Luca Brown into Horseshoe Bend's bench, somehow didn't see it. Yeah, I think uh, probably should have been a flag there. Wow, three officials right there pushing Luca Brown into the bench, <laughs> and they somehow don't make the call. Unbelievable. You touch a face mask, it's 15 yards yeah. easily. But <laughs> and another handoff to Brandon Tidwell up the middle. It will be uh, – he'll actually slip on the midfield logo, slips on one of the stars they have at the uh, middle of the field honoring the seniors uh, in tonight's game. And uh, he'll slip there and get down to the 49-yard line. Well, this is a time of the game here with only a little over two minutes left. You don't want to get anybody hurt, and you don't want to get anybody thrown out of a game. 
Uh, things have gotten real cheapy the last couple of drives. Will be a fake handoff. Phillips looking to throw. It will be caught at the 45, and he will be knocked down at the 41-yard. And another and another we push by a horseshoe bend defender, and they finally throw the flag. And another flag comes in from another direction very late after those two. That was uh, number 25, Lupe Mancillas, getting a little chippy there, and he will uh, – very easily come off the side or come off to the sideline, as you can imagine. Pushing Casey Smith well after the play, and the officials taking a long time to get that hanky out. It's definitely going to be on RSU Ben. I'm just concerned about that other late flag that came in after the two flags were thrown, and they're discussing it right now. I mean, what's there to discuss is what I'm wondering. I mean, it was very clear what happened. Personal foul, unsportsmanlike conduct. He's, he's out of the game. They have ejected Lupe Mencilis out of this game. Did he have an unsportsmanlike conduct before it, that? Is that could, his second could, one? Could have. Uh, was that the quarterback? Uh, no, that was, uh, I believe, one of the receivers. No, I, I, I think they have ejected I know the him quarterback from this football had game. one, and then this young man. Hey, he's a senior, too. What a way to go. He must have said something. I wouldn't consider that throwing a punch, just pushing somebody. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. But But nevertheless, he's gone, and the Cats are starting to sub in and get some new faces out there on the field with only a minute 51 to go here. The clock not running. So we'll be first down and 15 from the 39-yard line. We are starting to see some fresh faces out there. Uh, Several of the ones that I've noticed, we see uh, number 68, Justice Herring getting some time. Happy to see him out on the field this year. Malachi Drummond, the uh, future at linebacker, the future at running back. I can see him being the next quote-unquote Parker Woodham type player uh, once Parker graduates. We may see a lot of him next year as well, taking over that linebacker and running back spot. It will be a handoff to the right side. He'll cut up to the 40, gets back middle of the field, He's at the 45-40, 35-30. He's going to win the race. The only guy that's going to beat him is Dalton Poland, and he's going to chase him down at the five-yard <laughs> line. Way to go, Debo. And that's uh, going to be another long first down for Horseshoe Ben. But a great effort there by Dalton Poland to chase him down and keep that uh, touchdown off the board. Because if so, they've got about another uh, minute and 38 seconds to go to work with, and they could get back in this ball game. So that's a, a little scary thing to worry about right and there. And I think the generals probably are out of timeouts. They don't have a timeout indicator on the scoreboard here. But, uh, yeah, the clock is running. Will be a handoff right side, and he will just be short. He'll uh, get him down at the one-yard line. And a final – up in Heflin is, or is it? Uh, yeah, I think it was in uh, yeah, at RCHS has lost three in a row now wow. as they go down to Cleburne County. 26. That's a big. That's a big win for Heflin. Yeah, it Huge sure win is. for Heflin. And it will be a quarterback keeper. Does he get the touchdown? Wait on the official signal. And no, they're going to say he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. Another great play by that defensive tackle. Or another wow. saying it was a fumble? It was a fumble recovered by Woodland. I didn't see that. Okay, so Woodland's okay. going to take over with 50 seconds to go in the ball game. There was a pile of both teams <laughs> on that play. It was impossible for us to see a fumble. 
But uh, let me give you that final score from there will RCHS. 26-14, the final score. There will be a timeout on the field taken by Woodland. 50 seconds to go in the ball game. 28-12 in favor of the Bobcats. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hello, Woodland football fans. As you root for your favorite team this year, we encourage you to take steps to keep yourselves and your families safe and healthy to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. At Southwire, we're just like your football team. We want to crush the competition, but we can't do that without great employees. So come join our team. Throw us a Hail Mary and check out careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. Following the timeout, 50 seconds to go in the ballgame. Woodland will take over on a fumble return. That will be the third uh, fumble recovery that Woodland has picked up tonight. They had one in the first quarter. They had one, or actually two here in this quarter. And let's see. So they are, uh, they are I mean, they are going to have to at least run a play. You can't take a knee in the end zone unless they just absolutely want to. And they are going to uh, use that offensive line to drive them forward over the five-yard line down to the six. I'd say probably one more time of doing that, and uh, you shouldn't have to run another play. But, again, you uh, don't want to risk having something happen that close to the end zone with uh, inside a minute to go. Clock running, though, 31 seconds left in the ball game. Woodland on top, 28 to 12. Yeah, one more play here should should do it, and we could take the victory formation probably on this play, and that should end this. Only about a six-second difference on the play clock. So they will have to snap the ball one more time. I think they are going to take a knee here, and that will do it for tonight's ball game. Your score, Woodland 28, Horseshoe Bend 12. And that is how the regular season will come to an end in 2020. It was a uh, very strange regular season, but you know what? We're uh, very happy uh, for the Woodland Bobcats and how this one ended. Uh, we're going to take a 60-second uh, timeout, and we will uh, ha- come back with final uh, scores and thoughts here on tonight's game. Your final score, 28-12 Woodland over Horseshoe Bend. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. 
Want to earn real money in real careers such as therapeutic massage or industrial maintenance? Or are you looking to earn academic transfer credit? Whatever your dream, make it happen at Southern Union State Community College. Get started by simply applying online at suscc.edu. Then register for spring semester classes beginning October 28th. Spring classes begin January 6th. Contact us today to take the first step toward your future. You can't spell success without SU. The Bobcats play here. This is Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Your final score here at Battle Stadium on the campus of Horseshoe Bend High School here in Newside, Alabama, is Woodland 28, Horseshoe Bend 12. It was a game that... Thank you for listening to Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or recording of this event without express written consent of Woodland High School and iSchool Sports is strictly prohibited. Executive producers of iSchool Sports are Wes Kinsey and Adam Slade. On-site producers of Woodland Bobcat Football are Kevin Brown, Terry Allen, and Taylor Jones. Listen to the replay of this game or any past production on demand by subscribing to iSchool Sports on SoundCloud, iTunes, or iHeartRadio. Don't forget to download the Mixler app to listen to the Bobcats live on your smartphone. Stay tuned all season long for more Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports.